Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. You look nervous. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Slowly let go of me, I think you're brutal my neck me. That is why the warriors have come! I'll be back to have vengeance! Throw me a freaking bone here! The martini, shaken, not stirred. Hello, kiddies! You may have and ready. In the red corner, standing six foot two inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds, is the Eclectic Collective! Hello everyone and welcome to the LFC Local Fighting Championships. We're behind the back of a taco truck off a sketchy road in Thompson City and I'm scared for my life. I'm Farron McBriddle and with me as always is David Lawsonut. Thanks Farron. Tonight we have an exciting matchup between Kyle's Ben Frankenbergensen and John Smith. Two unbelievably mediocre fighters who have worked their way here to the final match for the grand prize of two free tacos off of this taco truck. Exactly, David. In this town we are in, I'm thinking something off this truck would be a feast. Either way, these two fighters bring something strange to the ring. First, with Kyle's Ben bringing a style that I can only believe he made up in his parents' backyard is crappy jitsu. You can see that this style brings a mixture of movies he has watched at his home without working a real job or receiving any known training. But it seems to be working for him. Right you are, Farron. And John Smith here seems to be an expert of Catfight Foe, where he seems to scream uncontrollably and swing his hands really fast and scratches the crap out of his opponent. Last week a fighter lost an eye to this style, so I'm very curious as to how this fight will go down. Well, let's get right into it, my friend. Our fighters are in the ring and ready to go. Welcome to LFC 22 and 3 quarters, because a cop raided our last fight, but I don't think that'll happen this time. John Smith bringing out the cat fight foe early. He throws the first scratch and draws first blood. Oh, but Kyle Smith comes back with a weird wedgie grab and a punch from an orangutan foo. Ooh, John Smith says, I'll see your orangutan and raise you a crazy crane crotch kick. Ooh, wow, John Smith fell to the ground, wailing his body and somehow managed to connect a foot to Kyle's Ben's face, knocking him clean out. What an amazingly bad fight with an incredibly odd ending. Let's go down to David, who is with the winner. Thanks, Farron. I'm here with the winner, John Smith, who sneaked out of the ring with a win. John, what do you think brought you to this victory? Hello. I like some them martial arts. I was watching them on the television. I like them kicks and punches and... Let me stop you there, John, because it sounds like you lost a lot of brain cells tonight. Let me ask a simpler question. What move or moves do you think gave you the win tonight? Hello. The martial arts I be using is from my favorite movie, The Blood Support. You see that movie? It was a good movie. Wait, wait, wait. 
you say you used moves from the movie Bloodsport, but all we saw was you flailing, scratching, and screaming. Hello. I want to think of them peoples that grabbed me from the street to come here tonight. Okay, I'm going to stop you there, John. Congratulations on your win, and please walk away from me right now. Back to you, Farron. Thank you, David. That interview was surreal. I'm here with Kylesbin, who lost in the most embarrassing way possible. Kylesbin, what happened in the ring tonight? Dear God, why am I here? I'm supposed to be at an Apple Expo right now. Can I please, please go home now? That about sums it up here at the LFC, and after tonight, I understand why we can't get any proper sponsorship. Thank you everyone who has joined us, and if you're looking for a quick seven bucks, please come down and get in the ring. We'll see you next time. Hey, Farron, I forgot the press record. Son of a... and welcome back we are the eclectic collective and we study the ancient arts of lazy boy dough dorito jitsu and the cable foo (laughs) (laughs) i'm matt i'm ryan i'm brian i'm jim thank you for joining us and in honor of our march 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 show Everything we are saying is dubbed to where nothing matches our lips. <laughs> but you can't tell, so we're going to move on. Uh, we have a special guest, Gerald McDaniel. Tell us a little about yourself, man. Uh, yeah, man. Uh... That's riveting. Wow. <laughs> Amazing, brother. Wow. Like, off <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I, re- I basically work at a Nissan right now. Uh, play Pokemon Go and just got hit up by Matt Ryan who I've been friends with for a good long time and I'm just glad to be here. Yeah man we're excited to have you here. Glad to have you. He's a fellow nerd just like all of us loves a a lot of eclectic things. Uh, We're going to uh, should I go ahead I'm going to go ahead and talk about uh, and say what we're going to talk about today. That that. way I don't forget it like I have been. Yes let's do that. Uh, Our discussion today uh, is going to be a collective view of uh, martial arts movies, TVs, stars and so on. Um, and we're going to get right into announcements. Jim, you got any sports announcements? I do. We've got a few. Uh, this past week in NCAA football, a spectacular court fourth quarter comeback, Old Dominion, unranked and losing program, beat number 13, Virginia Tech. Man, that's aw- That's an awesome name, too. Yeah. I love Old, Old Dominion. Dominion. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, also, big story this past week. Uh, in the PGA, Tiger Woods won the Tour yeah. Championship for his first victory since 2013. Welcome back, yeah. Woods, man. I've been hearing, you know, on the sports talk shows, you know, they've been talking about, you know, how his comeback, like the last uh, 
um, game or you know whatever. What are they called? <laughs> like uh, it's not game, I guess. Series match. Yes. Yeah, match. He's in. Yeah. Uh, he almost broke his own record of being sixty-four over or under. Weather. Under. 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 Mm-hmm. And because uh, he's never done that uh, at that specific one, but man, he's getting better and better. I'm glad to see that he won. And he's yeah, I'm back, glad man. to see it too. So many people. I mean, if I don't know if y'all saw the video of his. Last few shots, man. Mm. But, man, the mm-hmm. crowds were immense yeah. around him. It was crazy. It's good to see him back. Uh, NFL, Browns beat the Jets. Yeah, man. First win since December 24th, 2016. Great game. Good dude. for you. <laughs> good for you. What's their quarterback again? Um, uh, well, Baker. Te- uh, yeah, Baker, Baker, Mayfield, Mayfield, Baker Mayfield took over. He took and over, dominated yes, the QB did. spot. Yeah, but did. it was uh, Tyrod Taylor who it was. It Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, it's Tyrod. Tyrod Taylor started the game, and he man, I and I love Tyrod Taylor. But you know, he I loved him when he was with the Bills. Yeah. I just don't think he fits the Browns scheme with the Bills. He got to throw more. Yeah, and it he, it seemed like he fit. But when he got switched to Browns, I was excited because I was like, all right. He'll get the he he will since he started with the Bills he'll definitely get yeah. the starting QB spot there's no doubt but he just doesn't Absolutely. fit to me and when they put in Baker Mayfield he just showed like yeah. he belonged there and I didn't really like Baker Mayfield in college nope. he was such a jerk but man yeah he I think someone sat down and taught him how to be you know you know professional mm-hmm. because even when they had interviews with him he sounded like he should he was humble yeah. And man, yeah. Um, another interesting story came out this week, um, which could be good news for Colin Kaepernick. Col- the Carolina Panthers signed uh, safety Eric Reed, bringing him back into the NFL. Reed was the second person to join Colin Kaepernick kneeling in protest during the national anthem while teammates on the 49ers. Okay, yeah. So, so that opens the door. That could open the door back to bringing Colin Kaepernick back in. I don't I, know. I still think the Titans should have picked him anyway. He, yeah. he fits what yeah, we he do. He fits their scheme. Why we didn't go for him. And who was this guy we got? I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't Maybe even remember his Austin name. Austin I never heard of him. Austin Davis. Like, no disrespect. <laughs> don't I don't even know you, yeah. bro. From Old Farrell College High School but, downtown uh, yeah. Georgia. And, like, he's been with, like, what, seven teams or something yeah. ridiculous that every single year of his career? Well, his last team, he got no stats. It was mm-hmm. the Seahawks. Like, he was with the Seahawks and he's dead no stats. He was zero, 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 and zero. See, and Colin so. Kaepernick, he can throw and he can run. Yeah. What do the Titans do? Yeah. We <laughs> mix yes. throwing and running. running. So they use a running quarterback yes. all the time. Uh, speaking of the Titans, um, they released wide receiver Rashard Matthews, who asked for his release or trade yeah, good amid concerns over his playing time. I'm wondering how much playing time he's getting now. Yeah, good riddance. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I and I loved Rashad Matthews. I thought he was definitely one of the better wide receivers. But when you're on a team, especially a new team with a new offensive scheme mm-hmm. that is trying to evenly mix – uh, throwing and running more now because you know in the past you could see that you know if running was working they would just stick with running or if passing was working they would just stick with passing but with Matt LaFleur he likes to change it up so you never know what he's going to do and he's keeping his line looking the same so you think they're going to do like the same play but it ends up being in a completely different right. like scheme and or like he, he might set up for a run but it'll be like a wide out pass and you never know what's going to happen. I love his plan yeah. but he just left because he wasn't getting the throws. Yeah. Yeah. 
But okay, we we now have well n- now that Matthews is gone, it doesn't matter. But before Matthews left, we had Matthews. We had um, um, J- uh, not Jennings. Uh, we had Davis. Um, who are the other two? <laughs> I'm I'm blanking now that I need them. There's two other ones. Uh, we had a Taylor. Did we have a Taylor? We have a Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. And then there was one more. We had four good wide receivers. Two, one we drafted, two free agents, and one that grew with us. They were all great yeah. uh, wide receivers. So even if he stayed and we were a throwing team, he still wouldn't get that many. Yeah, we, you know, uh, uh, passes. We, you know, you got to uh, calm down. Just because you're not getting the throws doesn't mean you need to quit. Nobody's going to pick you up because you're a baby. Yeah, exactly. Um, I brought I put this in here because Matt, because I, I know you're a fan, and I fig- I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, this past week at uh, uh, or recently at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, Becky Lynch took the SmackDown women's mm. title from Charlotte Flair. Yes. I love you, Becky Lynch. Yes. You are... Straight hood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last, she's number one. Oh, man. man. It has been too long. Talk about a chick who's long. paid her dues, I am man. so glad. It's like, I just like the fact that she went heel, and I like the fact that the fans... Love that she went heels. Like, yeah, screw. It seems she's playing a play. great mm-hmm. heel. She's playing a great heel. It seems like they're giving the belts to the heel. So it's almost like you know if they're going to turn heel, then eventually you're going to get. Well, the belt. now's the time of year when they start to build the big uh, the the arcs for WrestleMania. Yeah, that's, true. that's when the arc. This is when the arcs. The fall is usually when the arcs start. The big arcs. As you know, long the as they don't go back arcs. to Bliss, I'm all right. I know that she's had it for Bliss way too long. Has it and I'm going to tell you right now, somebody else who needs – they need to take the belt off is AJ Styles. Number one, AJ, you have the people – I agree with this to some extent. And some people need a belt. Some people don't need a belt. Mm-hmm. Um, I think AJ needed the belt when he first came in to the WWE. He's had the belt for a long time. I think it's time to put it on somebody else now. Yeah, He ain't human, though. Dude, no. no, this is a dude that took four John Cena's uh, finishing moves and still kicked out. Oh my God! It's the dude. The number one, the dude's insane. At if his you've ever, age too, and at, yeah, and at his age. Well, the man's been he spent years in Japan Pro, New Japan Pro. Yeah, um, and I don't know if you have ever watched some of the stuff he did there. He did yeah. some crazy high flying stuff there. Stuff he's not doing today. Mm-mm. And uh, he really paid his dues and earned his way. But yeah. I think it's time for him to drop that belt because I personally feel that he doesn't need it anymore. No. And as many belts as we have now. I know. They have a ton just of keep them. keep rotating around. I'm sorry. Just go it's around. a carousel He's of actually titles. known as the pimp, formerly known as AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> After he didn't slap Shinsuke Nakamura, it's like, sign, oh, yeah, sign yeah. the contract. <laughs> then he just like slammed the table, so. looked at him, and then he just... And then the moment he slapped him, yeah. and I saw that split in, I was yeah. like, yeah, that's the pimp. <laughs> that's why he does that whole Masinko thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, one last thing. Big, big story in sports this week. After 45 years of covering the sport, which began with the coverage of Foreman's knockout of Frazier in 1973, HBO will discontinue mm-hmm. boxing coverage with its last bout on October 27th in Madison Square Garden. Wow. Really? It, but you know, man, ratings because now you have, you have to pay. Nobody's for nobody's, nobody's watching, watching boxing. Them. Nobody's watching boxing anymore. Not even a uh, Showtime. Mm-mm, no, no. The only way you're going to bring it up is if you put it on primetime TV. Yeah. Now Showtime may up their boxing game now since mm. HBO's getting out of the game because mm. they were going back and forth for a long time with who's getting what. Um, I think Fox Sports, man, that's the way to go. Yeah. I mean, because if you throw it on Fox for free, or it should do like UFC. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, put that on the, Fox Sports One. Yeah, yeah, put it on Fox Sports One, and at least show all the way up to your two main fights. Yeah, and then have like you know a network, like have a boxing network, right? Uh, where you can watch the two main bouts. That I think way they, you're not I out think, a lot of money. I think they all should do like the WWE, and because the UFC is different. So the WWE Network, you pay oh yeah ten bucks a month, and yeah. you get it all. Yeah. Uh, UFC, you have to pay. You know, they have these varying fees that you can pay for different levels of content, mm-hmm. but you still have to pay the fifty bucks per pay per view. Yeah, which I think is ridiculous. That is, that's yeah, way overpaying. I think that's the only way you're gonna. And I love boxing. I watch boxing. I box. I think it's one of the greatest sports. But they, they're not. They don't have any build up. They don't have any like advertisement for your fighters. Kind of like other countries do you know because like uh, in boxing it's whoever is big at the time like whoever's in the top five is who you're gonna know yeah and then or who who, who's ever undefeated even if they're coming from another boxing uh faction Mm -hmm. those you're gonna know but if it's anybody that's paying their dues you're you're not gonna know their names no but it's because they they keep it all within one area like hbo yeah and they don't make it out like ufc there's so many ways you can find out, uh, you know, about fighters, and they advertise the fighters, and especially in their own country, since we're like, you know, worldwide with UFC, mm-hmm. they might build up their fighters for Brazil or build up their fighters for Japan or whatever right. America, and you know who they are. So. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all we got for sports this week. So how about entertainment, Ryan? All right, let's run through the top five movies of last week. Number one was the house with the clock in its walls, which I actually do want to see. What, save your money. Oh, really? It's awful. Oh, man. It's terrible. <laughs> well, never mind. I guess. Well, that's my, that's Red my, box. That's my, that's my opinion. Get it cheap because okay. it is. You will. I'm just telling you right now. I promise you, you will be that's, disappointed. All right. Uh, Simple favor. The Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively movie came in at number two. The only reason I want to see do, that do, is because one. of those two. Uh, the Nun so came in at number three. The Nun came in at number three. Number three. What came in at number three? Number three. None. It what? dropped. Oh, the nun. But, Number, but uh, I'm sorry. No, yeah, go ahead. I, I did. I did like the nun though, simply because like I've seen like all the Insidious and Conjuring and mm-hmm. Annabelle and all those other movies, so I was wondering where that had fit in. Yes. So I'm glad that they finally gave that one character the the movie that it deserved. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I would suggest for those that actually are very very into like, familiar with it <laughs> yeah, or yeah, into yeah. it, they need to go see that. Okay. Movie. Cool. Number four, which a movie I actually really enjoyed, The Predator. Mm-hmm. The new yeah, one. Yeah, that I, was I thought really it was good, really good. Yeah. Oh, y'all seen it? Yeah, it was yeah, good. It was, I thought it was someone, fun. Yeah, someone told me it sucked. See, I, I went into it with just a lot of fun for me. It, like it was just a popcorn. It's different. Movie. Yeah, it's different from other Predator but if movies. You, I've but seen. if you basically just went in with like yeah, zero just, expectations, I love, well, number one, probably. I loved the very first yeah. one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I loved. I actually loved Alien versus Predator. I actually yeah, liked I actually that. the first Predator with with the manliest handshake on earth. Yeah, yeah. Between Arnold Schwarzenegger and Yeah, I love that. As a kid, I was so confused i'm like so aren't they just supposed to just shake hands and let go i think it's in their contract they have to be able to flex on screen <laughs> yeah. so many times as try many to break times his hand possible uh number five crazy rich asians came in at number five still don't i don't understand, understand that, that. Yeah. i still don't get that so here we go uh bradley cooper was asked if he would be interested in directing the Guardians 3. He said no. 
because really? because he says that he the next film he wants to take on is a film that he's writing and he doesn't want he's in support of James so, Gunn. Bradley Cooper though, if you look at his acting and past directorial yeah. debuts and stuff or small things that he's been a part of are not comic book movies. Yeah, I They're think like th- drama I th- stories. I mean, well, I mean, good for him. Maybe he's a self-aware person who knows he's probably not the right fit. I think for that he's going to blow out with the stars born. I think we're going to get some oh, Oscar my God, that's, stuff in that. That's going to be awesome. So here's the other real quick things. How about the? Are we ready for the new Halloween movie that hits theaters on October nineteenth? Yeah, yes. oh, I'm seeing that. All yeah. kinds of reunites. Yeah. It reunites Jamie Lee Curtis back in the franchise. That probably made her famous, and it brings back the original Michael Myers yeah. actor. So I'm yes. excited about that. How old yes. is that guy? Do you hey. know? Oh, he's got to be in his hey, do you 60s. Think, 60s. Do you think he'll do that one arm pull up? Oh, that'd be awesome. It's already getting great reviews. So I'm excited. The new Creed 2 trailer hit this week. I'm excited yeah. about Drago. that. Drago. It opens up the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. All right, so here's something for you Star Wars people. Kathleen Kennedy has extended her contract to 2021 with Lucasfilm. So how much hate mail do you think Star Wars got with that announcement? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Oh, they the got to reset their computer. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, let's go ahead and Server crash. save the best news trailer for last. Car- Captain Marvel. I thought it looked amazing. Yeah, I thought it was it, I'm super excited. I, I love Brie Larson. I'm excited about to see how her portrayal is. But yeah, that's entertainment news this week. Trailers, Kathleen Kennedy, Bradley Cooper, you name it. Uh, I have a couple things as well to add to that. Uh, Al Matthews from Aliens passed away at 75. He played Sergeant Apone. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, and uh, what do y'all think of racist Melis Gibson's? <laughs> writing and directing uh, the Wild Bunch movie, the new Wild Bunch movie. Man, I mean, Gibson, I mean, for all his faults. Now, Gibson went on uh, Stephen Colbert uh, about a year ago, I think it was. Yeah. About a year, year and a half ago. And uh, was very apologetic. And very, mm-hmm. and he was totally in minutes of, I was young, I was mm-hmm. stupid, and I was doing a lot of crazy things. And, you know... I, I'm not that same person anymore. Well, I'll tell so, you what, man. But he, I think he is a directing genius. Yes, I, I totally agree. Like, I tell Ryan all the time, they could be crazy off camera. As long as they come back and do amazing movies, I couldn't care less. Just like Tom Cruise. I bet outside of all his movies and with the Scientology and all that stuff, yes, I bet he is a one wacky dude. But I've, as long as he comes back and makes yeah, great I've movies. I've heard so many stories about how just weird that dude is yeah. in real life. <laughs> but as long as they make good movies, who gives a I crap? don't care, dude. He can, make, he can just yeah. keep making Mission Impossibles for yes, the rest of my I'm, life. I'm, I don't care. Which, he, you know, he has said that he wants to do a few more. So, uh, And they announced the DC crossover for this year. It's going to be Elseworlds. I that that hurt my feelings. I'm gonna be honest with you because I'm a huge Elseworlds collector. I love the Elseworlds stories, and with the Elseworlds, there's a million different directions you can take every single character. Okay. Because Elseworlds takes characters and puts them in a completely different setting. So, like, uh, there's an Elseworlds story, uh, Gotham by Gaslight which puts Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. in like the 17 or 1800s where, you know, he's like that, a, you know, yeah. a rich, he has a, a manor yeah, like yeah. and whatever. And, you know, no electricity all by gaslight. It's yeah, like, yeah. and there's a, there's an Elseworlds story where 
Superman comes when he comes to Earth, he's found by uh, the Waynes, mm-hmm. and the Waynes never have Bruce Wayne because they adopt Clark Kent. Oh wow, interesting. And uh, you know, it, but he becomes Batman. But Batman has flying powers and all that. Superman's so powers. Why does this hurt your heart that they're doing this crossover? Because there's like a. I love one of my favorite things about comics is the Elseworld graphic novels. Mm-hmm. It's never a series. It's also it's always one book that's the Elseworlds, and they're making it a crossover. So it's almost like, okay, one Elseworlds hold, you know holds a special place in my heart, you know, like because that was one of my favorite collections was collecting the El- the newest Elseworlds story, and two, I just don't see how you can put that in these shows unless you're going to take every single character mm-hmm. and put them in different circumstances. Like uh, uh, the Arrow really is the Flash. Like uh, oh, okay. like Oliver Queen was struck by lightning and the genius or whatever, right. and then uh, you know Barry Allen becomes the Arrow or you know something yeah, like that. Yeah, That's yeah. what Elseworlds is. You know they always put they change it up. They change, they change it the story. up, or they change the dynamic of the story. Like there's a samurai story where uh, Clark Kent fell to Earth during the Age of Samurai, oh. and he becomes a samurai. And they find the metal, they found a certain kind of metal from Krypton that they use to create his suit and stuff like that. You know, it's crazy. Like they, they just t- change the dynamic of the story. So I don't see how you could put oh, that. Oh, I see. So that's basically similar to Marvel's What If comics. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what Elseworlds, but they started with that. But the thing is, man, that's, that, that could, I mean, that could make the dynamic really odd. In those shows. Yeah. And and they're already getting really sporadic with their writing anyway. Yeah. I mean, and they're bringing in Batgirl. Yeah. And all that. I know that's what, like, it. I, I bet that's where they bring in Batgirl. Yeah, is absolutely. Within the Elseworlds I could see that happening, yeah. Uh, but if you just name it Elseworlds and just go with the normal storyline, then you've wasted a title. You could have yeah, had your true. own I see what show. You're saying. I see what you're saying. You, you, you could have had your own series called DC Elseworlds. DC? Yeah. Yes. And then bring in Batman in a completely different way. Yes. Not have him in your original Gotham. You could make him something completely different. You could bring in Superman, something completely different. You could have created a whole series around Elseworlds. Like the past ones make sense because they have short series yeah. within the comics. So you're saying that, I mean, Elseworlds just literally needs to be a standalone just thing needs by to be itself. Its own thing. <laughs> yeah. Movies, TV, you can do I anything. I get you. I'm with you. I'm with you now. Um, that's all I got. Uh, so let's jump into our general discussion questions. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Mac. Let's, let's pop the cherry over there, bro. <laughs> get there. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been part of martial arts? And if so, what was it? Uh, only time I've ever actually like participated in something like that was mm-hmm. just, I think when I like joined a UFC gym and they started doing those like a whole bunch of those exercises with the punching bag. Yeah, like they literally like teach you how to wrap your wrists with the name with the uh with the tape. Yeah, and stuff. So when you punch the punching bag, it doesn't really affect your hand as much until mm. you were to kick the punching bag. And definitely don't kick the bottom of it because that's like the, the hardest area and oh, you don't yeah. want to like break your shin. Yeah. But like, yeah, they just taught us a whole lot of like, I guess, punches and kicks and stuff like that. So you joined a UFC gym. 
Yeah, no. for for just a little bit. What do you? Which the one in Murfreesboro? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Did you see any famous UFC no. people while you were there? Mm-hmm. No. I was always curious because when one in Murfreesboro, because they have the UFC yeah, logo, I was, wondering. I was always wondering if the, maybe there was a local UFC fighter I didn't know about that was, had a name. It was in there, but I had I never had the guts to go in there just walk around. Oh, I I'm, did. I don't. I, was, fu- I, I, don't I ate Doritos and got bold. <laughs> <laughs> but like a, a couple of friends of mine wanted me to like I guess join with them and stuff. Yeah. And then like I think there was a uh, that one picture I had where I was in the octagon. Where you were in the octagon? Oh yeah. 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 And so it, was, it was it was pretty fun. I've I've been interested in joining a MMA gym of yeah. some sort. Maybe not the UFC, but they've mm-hmm. got tons of different MMA gyms now that use the mixed martial arts style yeah. and, and put it into exercise to, to help yeah. get it healthy. We'll definitely get a workout in there. Well, yeah. I question my manhood anyway, and I know if I go in there, it's going to be squashed. <laughs> so, uh, I don't think I'll, you know, I'll go in there to watch, but then I get kicked out, you know, be like, hey, creep, get out of here. You know? <laughs> los, so los nos huevos. <laughs> <laughs> it's about, how about you, Jim? Um, the extent of anything I ever participated in, I used to be a member of the Cub Scouts growing up and mm-hmm. we had a, um, I cannot, I tried to figure out his name, but I couldn't remember. He was a very popular karate teacher in our, mm-hmm. in our local area at the time. It was like the David Deaton of the eighties, <laughs> okay. but I don't remember what it, I can, yeah. I could not ever figure out what his name was. Uh, but they, the Cub, our den, uh, brought him in, um, uh, to teach, walk us through some, um, and educate us on some self-defense tactics, um, just a few moves. Yeah. Walked us through what a, you know, standard practice is. And I think it was more or less, I think it was more like a marketing thing where, Mm -hmm. you know, he was like, let me come in. I'll teach your guys some things and maybe I'll recruit some of your guys to take some of my classes type of thing. Um, but I mean, it was literally like one class and that was it. Mm. After that, I I haven't taken anything relative to martial arts. Gotcha. Dare I ask Ryan, (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I have not. I actually went and saw friends at that Nonesville Road one a long time ago in the eighties that was next to Harold Liquor store. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, yeah there was a karate studio about. there and I'd go yeah. watch some friends do that, but no, as as a kid, no. The only closest thing I ever got to was Nintendo's Kung Fu. That was it. <laughs> How about you? Well, Brian? I, did, I did play that game. Yeah, yes, that was played awesome. That, played that many of times. Well, funny enough, I actually did participate long ago mm-hmm. in an after-school program called Fun Company. Oh, yeah. There was, uh, on the stage at my school during the after-school program, they taught karate. Yeah. Um, I made it probably three sessions in before getting the first belt and quit. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the extent of my karate career. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> or karate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I used to box for years, and that was back when my fittest. Like I was like mm-hmm. 170 pounds, muscle, and everything. That was back when we... We're at the NAC gym like every single night. Uh, yeah, but playing, yeah, playing that weird wall sport every yeah. night. Yeah, what was it called? Uh, racquetball. Racquetball. Yeah, the weird. <laughs> the weird. You don't know what racquetball is. No, <laughs> that wall wow. sport. That wall sport. Uh, yeah. It's called ball weird ball. Weird you just throw sport. the wall. Yeah, you're you're like there two you people go. facing one wall, whacking a ball at it. It's called it's a lot ball. more complicated it's called, than that, bro. <laughs> it's called racquetball. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I boxed until like this giant guy. Asked me, he asked for a sparring partner, 
And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll get in. And uh, you know, I and you rolled out with blood all over <laughs> your face. Like, like we well, we wore the headgear because he had a fight coming up, and uh, like it was a giant dude, like out of my weight class. But he just needed somebody to spar with to get you know yeah, warm yeah, yeah. with whatever. And I got in the ring, and then like as soon as they did the little bell, like he flipped, like he oh, like he crap. went to anger. And I, I don't know. I was like, you when know, especially when he started throwing blows at me, I'm like, calm down, dude. No. And then like when the, when he got in it, I got in it. I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna go for your gut. And when I went for his gut, he came with a right and knocked you. Knocked me, he did knock me out. No one has knocked me out ever. And I've been into some sanctioned fights. No one's knocked me out, but he came close. <laughs> He knocked me to the point where I went down to one knee, and it took everything I had not to throw up in the oh ring. Oh my gosh! Like I, I did that whole give me one it, give me one it. I, I can't do it. I need to focus. Adrian, to focus. Adrian. <laughs> and then I, I like I got my bearings back. I'm like, good fight, good fight, man, good fight, man. And then I'm like finding, trying to find my way out of the ring. <laughs> and then like the next, the next, I had like a headache for two days straight, and I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm done with this. <laughs> it's good. But what class were you, by the way? I was I, I I was at that time I was a welterweight. What weight class was he at then? Oh, he was light heavyweight. What? Like I'm 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 five eight. <laughs> this dude was six one, and I he had to be ever bit of two hundred and thirty five pounds, I guess, and. Anger, like anger. He has some anger issues. Like he was cool when he came and asked. He came into the room. He came into the locker room and was asking, "Hey, I just need a sparring partner." And you know, he sounded like a good guy. So I was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." Because I just got there and I was just planning on hitting the bag and you know doing cardio and everything. Because uh, my coach was there and I even looked at my coach. He was like, "Yeah, get in there if you want to take some hits, whatever." So and I had the headgear on, even with the headgear. I was his coach probably looked at it and said, "Son, some people have it. You don't. You don't. <laughs> uh, but I, I got in the ring, and then when the bell—I don't know if the bell was kind of like the the click that you oh, know the like atmosphere. Went the in. atmosphere basically yes. changed because yeah, he like, needed that mindset, saying the person that I'm fixing to go up against." I need to kill him. Yes, exactly. Like <laughs> you know, like like I robbed his mom or something. Like and he just went and went to that place and uh, yeah, he gives me nightmares still to this up day. With his girlfriend the day yeah. before. <laughs> so everyone that he faces, yeah. you're the one that cheated. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. So you Brian, do you have a favorite you. kind of martial arts style that you would have loved to learn, or at some point? Uh, like you know would still love to learn yes actually very specific fighting style that is one both in my favorite film and two in one of my favorite games all right (laughs) what style is that capoeira cop Capoeira. What? Capoeira. 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 You know, Eddie Gordo Dan- from Tekken? Uh, yes. Oh, the banana it's, it's Brazilian street fighting. Yeah. All right. Brazilian all right. street fighting or dance fighting is okay. what they call it. Um, but yes, uh, that actually would be one of the ones I would have liked to have learned. All right. There was a wrestler in NXT that does that Capoeira fighting style. Nice. Because the moment, uh, I think he was fight- fighting against Cassius Ono. And the moment I saw him do that... Uh, that bond on yeah, that, that. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's Capoeira. I don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all follow uh, the offshoot, uh, more of the offshoot WWE programs, but they, you know they got the May Young Classic going yeah, on. Yeah, watching that. You see the two chicks that the the kung fu chicks that fought this past week. Mm-hmm. No, but I uh, will. Lee and Karen Q. Yes, 
that was pretty good. That was a really good match. It really was. And it was what really got everybody on their feet was they're both mar- in real life. They mm-hmm. both have a martial arts background. And they started off. They you know they did the whole traditional bow towards one another. Yeah. And then they did their their stances. Oh, yeah, it was like a special. And the awesome. crowd got on their feet, awesome. and it was it was like, oh dude, That's this is awesome. awesome. And it's on it, it's, it's on, on the, the Young Classic it's on, on the, the network. network. I might have to go watch that. Yeah, man. Dude, they've got some really good chick wrestlers coming out of that dude. It's oh, really good. It's How about good you? Stuff. How about you, Mac? Do you have a favorite fighting style, martial arts style? That you would have loved to learn, or it's still some at one oh, point. Oh, it's, it's Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Oh, nice. I love Muay it's Thai. It's Muay Thai. Bows and bows and shin kicks. Yeah. <laughs> so you will do the whole go to a tree and just kick it for six hours to, you know, Man, it's like up I wanted leg. to, but then after I seen like how Jean-Claude Van Damme kicked it, I was <laughs> really rubbing that shin. I was like, man, I'll, I'll do it, but. I gotta have that mindset that I know that my leg is gonna get broken. Yeah, <laughs> you almost have to break it at some point. You have Damn. to break your leg so it will yeah. like toughen up. Because he snapped the moment he said "off oh, real," so so you it's cool that your brother got beat up. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, after we can just we can just oh wait, he's he's kicking the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw I saw a uh, a Muay Thai uh, like fighting school thing on YouTube, and there was like this little nine year old girl who was in the class with all these boys and she would go outside and they have like a kicking pole Mm -hmm. and that's all she did was just kick that thing and her leg would get bloody and everything. I'm like, oh my God. And she would kick it for like a solid hour and a half. it got stronger. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But I'm like, I can barely hit a wall out of anger. Like if I hit a wall and I'm like, oh God, and I'm like, go put ice on my hand. I can't imagine dude, going to a tree trunk. You just dude, I can it for an hour. dude, I can walk you through my house right now and show you about six different holes that I've punched through walls. <laughs> uh, mostly because I've walked out of rooms and stumped my toe in yeah. and, and sheer pain. Yeah. That's the first thing I do is just, ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it was easy at our old house because, you know, our father didn't know how to do drywall. <laughs> you know, you could like lean against brittle. the wall and it yeah. would just fall through. So it was easy to punch holes. Our walls were like prop walls for movies. (laughs) I will say all of mine are fixed. I can show you where they are and say, you feel that right? Yeah, that's the hole. (laughs) How about you, Jim? Um, I would say high-end, and this is dreaming, okay? This is a dream, would be high-end Taekwondo. Mm -hmm. Because the high-end Taekwondo is, you know, you don't do this early on, but once you get into the higher levels is where they they get into the high-level height head height kicking yeah the jumping the spin kicks uh the fast kicking techniques yeah and i'm a real huge fan of i'm a real huge fan of high flying yeah spinning always something going on martial arts i'm a huge fan of that and that's why i would love to I would love to be able to do that. Uh, yeah. And I would never survive doing it. No. Number, <laughs> number one, I can't get, you know, I can't jump, you know, a foot and a half off the ground right now. So. <laughs> I can barely get up off the toilet. So I feel yeah. your pain, bro. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Ryan? Yeah. I, I, I like Taekwondo. I think that's, like the, I think it's interesting. Like even whenever about 10 years ago, whenever it was first came out World War Two, and, you know, it taught the whole integrity and, yeah. This kind of stuff. That was the one. If I had to go, which like Matt said, I don't. I don't do all this. It's not happening. But I would yeah, go. This taekwondo. is fantasy world yeah. right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would go taekwondo. I think it's just a very interesting. The problem with taekwondo is it takes years yeah. and years to get to that level. Well, because the very first intro, the very know. first like. 20 levels yeah it's all pattern memorization and you know 
Uh, well, know, with Taekwondo, isn't there more discipline? It's like, all discipline. It's all, di- you know, it's all discipline. You know what's funny is whenever I worked at a mall, not the one we all worked at, but at Hundred Oaks, mm-hmm. there was a, a gym down the hall. And this is what really got me into the Taekwondo thing. The gym down the hall and these guys like were all like I this. I remember that. Do you place, remember this? Yeah. Okay, so they come down because they told the, uh, the Japanese restaurant their son couldn't be in there. Well, the son came down, was upset, something. I don't know what he did. Anyways, these three guys come down, and they were just like, your son can't be in there. And the, the man, probably Matt's height. Thanks, bro. But uh, <laughs> came I'm around the corner. The came around the corner. <laughs> Hashtag Hobbit life. Hashtag Hobbit. Came around the corner and goes just like, how long have you been training? Five years? Guess what? I grew up I grew up with Taekwondo. I've been doing it for 30 years and like just broke out. And these three <laughs> big guys were like, we're cool, man. We're no good. Way. Yeah, bring no your way. son on down. Yeah, I thought it was no hilarious. Way. Where are my shoes no, at? Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> hilarious. Because they, they need to know something. I think uh, my mom had actually did Taekwondo. Honestly. Yeah? Because like I was just, as a kid, mm-hmm. honestly, I was just looking at the, the camera. I was like, okay, you know. Because I was just looking at the photo album yeah. every now and then. But then I see this karate gi and a couple of uh, wooden blocks. Yeah, or whatnot, and uh, I think it was like a yellow or orange belt. I was like, "Yeah, somebody needs to explain this." <laughs> so that my mom was like, "Yeah, I used to do that like a long time." Oh, that's ago. awesome! No, I, we haven't had anybody in our family no do any kind of martial okay, she arts was, uh, except my my son took taekwondo for oh that's yeah four yeah. years he's taken yeah. it for four years he just got out of it though mm. my mine okay so I had two different ones like I had one as a kid. Like, uh, uh, as a kid, I would have learned Kung Fu, but not the realistic Kung Fu. The Kung Fu that you saw on the Saturday morning shows mm-hmm. where they're flying on tree, branches, on tree branches and running on water and stuff. That's the Kung Fu I would have learned. Mm-hmm. That's called Hollywood Foo. Hey, that, I wanted to learn <laughs> Hollywood Foo. Give it me the wire and let me run across things. And But today, I would either want to learn Krav Maga or uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, like escrima, escrima, or whatever. But it's knife fighting. It's it's, it's <laughs> all it's, it's all it's like hands, you know, like mm-hmm. kind of like what uh, uh, Steven Seagal did. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. You know, the whole knife, the Seagal, close quarter, yes. close quarter stuff. Steven yeah. Seagal does aikido. Yeah, but no, that's one of his. That's one. That's his <laughs> actual martial arts. I'm talking yeah. about. The uh, the knife fighting he does just with his hands, the close where he has the knife, it's, the knife. it's like a scream. He knows seven different. Like he's like un- black belt in seven different yeah, fighting styles. Aikido, well, he Aikido, teaches, he's a master. He teaches Aikido, but he learned a knife fighting for the Under Siege Under Siege. movies, which is mm. as, as I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like escrima or escrement. Escrement. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I know the Brazilian street fighting excrement. Escrement. escrement. <laughs> I throw in my feces. <laughs> So Ron, do you have any memory memories of pretending? I know we know so, you don't act, never have participated, but do, have you pretended to do more? I mean, I think we'd all be that? lying if we said we never did. I mean, after we saw the karate kid, you didn't. Okay, oh, no, I did. Okay, but say so, yeah, all day I did. Long. Even all day after, long. I mean, that's the thing. After I was like five, six years old, and I saw the first karate kid, who yeah. didn't yes. want to be Daniel and yeah. all that stuff, and have a Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. So I mean, yeah, me and my friends got out there, and we. Attempted yes. to uh, do karate, but I mean, yeah, I mean, like the crane kid, right? I mean, yeah, like yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I, I've never seen, yeah, no master <laughs> do that, but yeah, I mean, who hasn't got out in their front yard or their neighborhood yeah, and tried to play, you know, kickboxer yeah. blood sport? 
if someone like raised their leg and did the crane, yeah. I just tackle them to the <laughs> ground. Be like, good luck connecting that foot to my yeah. face. How about you, Jim? Oh Lord, yeah. Me, Jason, and CJ used to get in the backyard, and some, for I mean, we would never do anything specific. We'd always just pretend to do like what we saw in the movies or on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, for some reason, I would always be the one because I was melodramatic when it took you know because we would choreograph stuff mm-hmm. yeah. and then go back through and replay the fight scene in full speed. Yeah. And uh, I was always the one who was really good at uh, working the fake punch or the mm-hmm. fake kick. And uh, I always wound up being the one who was taking the punch or the kick <laughs> because uh, I would <laughs> I would really sell it. And yeah. uh, like I would really like fly across the table or uh, <laughs> I think I I think I broke one of our picnic tables in the backyard <laughs> uh, taking one of these fake punches. <laughs> I flew across the picnic table and crunch. Um, and but also too, uh, I would also when I take the kicks, mm-hmm. I would jump. Like back then, I could really get up off the ground. And uh, as all the the jumping we used to do, dunking the, on the basketball uh, that uh, basketball goal we had in the backyard. Yeah. But I had really good leg muscles back then, so I'd jump really high. So they'd fake kick me. I'd jump like way in the air and fall <laughs> flat on my back on the ground and it always make this whack sound. I mean, or just loud thud. Yeah. And everybody would be always like, are you dead? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. How about you, Mac? You as, got any as a, as a kid, it just, it's just kind of magical because you really just don't know much. Like you would see three ninjas and three ninjas kick back. Yeah. You're like, man, that's awesome. He just beat him with jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <and> us. <laughs> or you see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or like Mortal Kombat, especially Mortal Kombat. Because I, I was walking out with my dad and I was like, man, you see that mess? Yeah. Oh, awesome, be, a, back in the, be in the backyard throwing jelly beans like throwing stuff. Yeah. Ching, 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 ching. <laughs> then when you grow up later, then it's like, oh, that mess was just like that whole pretending stuff don't even really count because it's like you knew logically that was never going to work. See, and at this age, if you throw jelly beans, the other guy on the... Uh, hey, we're going to eat them. Like, yeah, I'm going to eat them. Yeah. <laughs> um, another, yes. thing I, another thing I say, too, is um, uh, they used to... This was when I was growing up and I was young. It was back in the day. It was in the glory days of you could just roam neighborhoods yeah. freely mm-hmm. and go hang out with whoever you wanted to because everybody yep. in the neighborhood knew you. Mm-hmm. And I would do this over in Grandma's neighborhood, Grandma yeah. and Grandpa's neighborhood, and I'd go down the street to the deck bars and hang out with Rick Deckbar. And Rick Deckbar took martial arts for a long time and he had real weapons in his room oh, and he actually gave me real throwing stars and stuff. And, and he's I mean, still alive. And he's, yeah. You're and still, I'm, alive, I'm still alive. So. I'm still alive. Uh, but yeah, I was, I mean, we were playing with the, uh, the, uh, I don't know, the uh, keto sticks. We'd throw the throwing stars. Yeah. Uh, we, he had, um, they had the cane. He had, man, he had nunchucks. He had mm. everything. And we'd get in the backyard and I'd be like, I had no, no clue what I was doing. And just, oh, God. I hate that toy now. <laughs> no, I'd still keep going. I'd be like, I look cool. Um, but the one thing I did get good at was the butterfly knife. Um, oh. I actually, he gave me a butterfly knife, uh-huh. and dude, I had that down. But uh-huh. by, by the time, and I, I, mom, and I don't think mom and dad ever knew it, and they probably don't know it unless they're listening to this now. <laughs> um, I, I got, I was really good at that. By the time I got to junior high, mm-hmm. and dude, man, I, I walking home one day, some some kid, you know, starting to try to start something, I pull it out, and it's like, <laughs> and he was like. Sweet. 
<laughs> man, that butterfly knife. I, I still have a scar right between my thumb where I tried to do the butterfly Dude, knife. I, I got tons and it, of like, scars. Learning you know, it. when you're like, you know, swinging it around. Yeah. The blade mm-hmm. like sliced. I had to go get it sewn up, man. And I lied. I was like, I fell at a rock. Just, <laughs> you know, right between my thumb. I tell you, one of the one of the funniest things ever. I was so happy to have this thing when I was I was probably like ten, mm-hmm. and, we, and we'd go to like uh, Gulf Shores or Florida or something. Yeah, and there was one of those places, um, like a oh, what was it? Like the game places. You win tickets, play go like the do the. Uh, go-karts and stuff yeah when i go win tickets but there was one place specifically that had a butterfly knife but the knife was a comb because i was 10 years old yeah (laughs) yeah. and i'd always want to get that so i could just fling it around like a real one yeah but i'd fling it and i'd go yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it was an element yeah ladies like i had the yes i had the uh switchblade comb oh yeah (laughs) chic <laughs> you have the Danny Zuko. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I had the baseball cap. I didn't have that crap. I didn't do that. <laughs> so, how about you, Brian? You have any memories? Oh, of course. Now, mine were a smaller stint. I mean, I think I probably, when we were kids, I think in like a low elementary school, we did it for a couple of years. But in, in my generation, or in my years, BMX kind of took over all that stuff. Yeah. So I did it for a small extent. There was a time, probably by the time most of my friends saw Karate Kid, we did. We'd go out, we'd See? take turns. Mm-hmm. You'd have, you know, this group played the Cobra Kai with yeah. the one person to play the good, you know, and then you switch back and forth. Oh, yeah, all the time. Man, I, I remember uh, specifically we would meet up at Pagoda Apartments, and it'd be a whole group of kids, like all throughout Pagoda Apartments. And we would meet in front of the dumpsters because it was the secret place where no one could see your activities. <laughs> and uh, we would have like our own very like our own Mortal Kombat, and, and it was on concrete. There was no soft places unless you went near the creek, Ooh. and you didn't want to do that. Ugh. And when the first kid hurt himself and cried, we all ran away. <laughs> Left him there. No hope. No help. Like no help. No call. Oh, that's it. That's it. Bye. (laughs) And we all did something else until that kid got whatever hurt him, you know, taken care of. Everybody, the same story. Tell your mother. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Deny whatever he says. Plus, I remember like using using Brian as a kicking dummy after I'd watch a kung fu movie. And I remember, like, specifically, there was times, like, we had this branch. Y'all remember the fence, and there was yes. a tree. Yeah. There was, like, a branch. And you remember, like, watching Van Damme. He could kick, like, straight up to the air. Yep. And, you know, like, with no problems. I remember trying to do that and, like, falling on my butt. <laughs> and then, like, laying there because it just got the wind knocked out of yeah. me. Side note to that. I actually talked mom into buying me one of those exercise trampolines. Oh, yeah. And I'd, I'd conned her into getting it because I was like, you know, it'd be exercise, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. We used it for two things. We used it for um, uh, jumping and dunking on the basketball yeah. goal. And we used it for doing, for doing flying kicks. <laughs> we'd run, hilarious. We'd run and jump on it and be like, wah! <laughs> <laughs> Two broken legs later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, actually, I think that at one point we played on that thing for a long, long time. But oh, yes. actually, I think CJ 
uh, jumped on it once and it broke it, the front two it, it legs off of it. And it we, were, we were done at that point. <laughs> See, and to me, that just makes it better. You have more altitude. You, know, the, <laughs> you got the angle now. You got the angle, so now you can go backwards. Uh, That's hilarious. Side note, Matt may have used me as a kicking dummy until we I was all 10 did. and grew taller than him. So. <laughs> Hashtag Hobbit Life. <laughs> I can still hit you in the crotch. Okay. <laughs> I will beat the crap out of your shins. <laughs> Are there any martial arts competitions or sports that you watch? I think like we all TV? watch, yeah. you know, like MMA, yeah. Bell- Bellator, UFC. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what's interesting is. Um, Fight.tv um, yep. is bringing a, a new um, a new site to watch, a uh, new avenue to watch mm-hmm. mixed martial arts. And they're, yeah. they're presenting wrestling, but they're also presenting karate, karate championships yeah. Yeah. and all kinds of stuff. So yeah. I, I not that I have done it yet, but I am getting very interested in Fight.tv because they, I need to look that they, up. They've, yeah. they've got a lot of cool mixed martial arts, a yeah. lot of different varying right. types of yeah. UFC. Um, their streaming service, they actually produce, they actually show a lot of karate championships too. But Fight.tv is expanding on that and bringing in more types of martial arts. Yes. That's neat. See, I, you remember in the 90s when the American Karate Championships were That's huge? exactly, yeah. Yes. That's sweet, on yeah. ESPN. I, yeah, on ESPN. Yes. Yep. I remember watching those on the weekend. Uh, the you know, point when it, for point kicks and punches. And yeah, stuff. yeah, you know, it was huge. Yeah. It was like the thing. It was like yeah. the UFC at the time. It was like, well, but UFC was getting started, but this was like your legal TV uh, competition. Yeah, like Matt said, that's where I started on like ESPN on Saturday mornings. Not just for the competitions, yeah, but watching them do their moves. You know how yeah. they stand in the middle and they do the kicks and all that. You know, at, well, yeah, like what's it called? Like when is it like katas? Uh, kata. or yeah, like where they do their little whatever. So, yeah, I mean, so that yeah, I'm with Matt on that. That's what I used to watch on Saturdays, and then of course now with UFC, MMA, Bellator, yeah. all that, it's just got so much bigger to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I don't know if y'all remember this or not. You might be old enough to remember, but uh, back in 1993, uh, it was a huge ordeal. But um, Aki Bono, uh, the American-born sumo wrestler, born in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, was competing in um, the sumo championships and became the first non-Japanese-born person elevated to the level of Yokozuna Grandmaster. I, thought, I didn't know that. Um, oh, man. And it was huge, and it got tons of coverage. It was a huge ordeal. What was I didn't name? know Yokozuna Akibono. was a title. Yeah, A-K-E-B-O-N-O. Okay. Um, that was his fighting name because he changed it. It was like Akibono uh, Toro, but his real name was Chadwick Rowan. Yeah. I see why you changed it. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chadwick. We bring you now. So I didn't know he was, he was born in Hawaii. <laughs> I didn't know Yokozuna was a title. Yeah, Grandmaster. Whoa. The only time I've that's heard the, that was the, the rest of the That is the highest level in sumo that you can that, reach. Yeah, I mean, look wow. at that. Like, that guy. Yeah. That's oh, cool. Wow. He was Hawaiian. You can see the Hawaiian in it. Yeah, you can definitely see the Hawaiian um, in it. And, yeah. and, and I understand why he changed okay. his name. Chadwick. Yeah. Chadwick Rowan. could not... You no. can't take that name seriously. No, no. no. Actually, I would actually I would leave it on there, just like, so that when they I, face against me, and then it was like that's Chadwick. But uh, yeah, <laughs> this guy apart. But then you you would have like coconut on the menu to and then Chad. Hey guys. Hey. Yeah, six foot eight. Anyway, but uh, yeah, that was huge. That got tons of coverage in the states because How much does he weigh? um, that was uh, back then. I can't remember, but he was he back then he was. 
bigger. Much, this was much before bigger. my before yeah, I it was got nineteen ninety three. Yeah, I never see, really I watched other consistently. Things. I never really watched this stuff consistently, but one, a couple of times I did catch Olympic judo. Yeah. I caught yeah. that a couple That's, times. But see, it was pretty man, good. they don't show stuff like they that don't. anymore, man. Yeah, they really like, don't. You have, to go, you have to go in the deepest parts of the internet to yeah. look stuff like that. And usually it's already happened, and you have to watch stuff that's already happened. Uh, like when uh, Rousey was doing her judo and yeah. everything for the Olympics, you yeah. can't, couldn't really watch that live. They never nobody broadcasted it, it because there was no money. No money. Yeah. Uh, I also watch middleweight and lightweight boxing belt matches. Uh, like my boy Terrence Crawford's got a big match coming Terrence. up. I man, I I'm gonna get to him because later, but he's got a big match coming up. And uh, oh, uh, uh, Ornez or Ortez. Um, the light heavyweight belt holder right now uh, is defending his title in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's I, I watch. I watch a lot of the boxing, but like you said, they don't really show them that much. It's like nope. you have to catch them later, like are the repeats on ESPN yeah. yep. or something like that. Uh, Mac, are there? Is there anything we pretty much you watch the same things? Yeah, like he basically already said it. Like just UFC and boxing. Like boxing to me was just basically hit and miss. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying it's like you you either know folks like Mike Tyson who mm-hmm. he just he'll just break you down. Yeah, mm-hmm. my thing is, is like boxing is the stamina yeah. to last that long. Yeah. yeah, you have to have the stamina to last that long because like but, what I said when I went to that UFC gym and just was like, all right, I want y'all to just do nothing but left and right hooks repeatedly on but, a bunch of bags, and it's like for a minute. I was hitting it hard as heck, yeah. and everybody stopped what they was doing because they realized I was. But then after a minute, yeah, I started slowing down a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. the thing with boxing though, now in, in this era, is and I think this is why it's losing. All, there's no, there, I think this is why it's losing the ratings. But you have some tremendous athletes. You mm-hmm. have to be a tremendous athlete to mm-hmm. box and oh, to yeah. go twelve rounds, or I think some of them go fifteen rounds, mm-hmm. don't they? Um, 15 rounds is like your, your big your ones. Big, big championships. Kind of like a UFC's. Always, I thought it was always that the maximum was just 12 rounds. So it can go 15 rounds. There's some no, championships like that will go 15 yeah, rounds. Like if it's a belt match, it's yeah. 15 rounds. If it's if it's a if it's just like, like, like an undercard, match, yeah, yeah, undercard, then it's 12 it could be like 12 rounds. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is there's no there's no real name stars in boxing anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't have your Evander Holyfields. You um, have to literally, you have to basically just literally Mike watch Tyson's. matches and just be that one dude that's like, I know that that fighter, and I seen how he boxes. Yeah, and but he's actually pretty good. But there's, I don't. Is there anybody that you think is a is a household name anymore in I boxing? Think Terrence Crawford is your. I mean, if he, can, I couldn't name one. Well, like Terrence Crawford, I got. He's already like he's working on his thirty fourth match, mm-hmm. and he I, I didn't get into him until around his twentieth match. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I you know like like even going undefeated twenty matches is mm-hmm. nothing today because the way they organize boxing matches, you can have literally nineteen useless matches that don't really like go to your skill yeah like they will just place you against anybody it was hand-picked it was hand-picked. yeah it was like <laughs> that's literally like you know in your your first five matches they will throw you in the ring with whoever it doesn't matter you could like 
putting me in the ring. Yeah. And it would go to your card yeah. like that you are undefeated. But then if you get up to five undefeated matches, then you get into the ranking cards. But in the ranking cards, like you have over 100 fighters ranked right now. Mm-hmm. And to get to that point, if you, like, say you're not even, you're nowhere near the top 100 mm-hmm. and you've won five fights, they will put you against 98. And then if you beat 98, they're like, you're ranked. Oh, okay, well, no, you're not ranked yet. They'll oh. be like, all right, then we're going to put you against 95. It's like a very, okay. wor- it's like a very huge work in progress yes. versus the UFC, <laughs> which they got a pay-per-view coming up next week. Actually, it's when's uh, the Conor McGregor one? That's he's, next. That's is next, that the next one? I think that's next week, isn't it? I I hope he loses. That's oh, dude, I want I want to watch it because yeah. I really hope he gets knocked out. Like I've I, lost all respect for yeah, him. Yeah, I, I I hope he's destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a press conference between him and uh, Khabib. Yeah, Khabib. It, it yeah, when, he's uh, the belt holder right now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, actually. I think he's like the uh, he has the uh, interim championship, whereas yeah, that's right. Has the uh, featherweight, the the belt, and, uh, and the lightweight belt. And he's been out of it more he's than a year. Yeah, yeah. His belt. Actually, yeah, that's next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. I want to watch that, man. I think we might rent that because yeah. that's uh, yeah. I'd like to see him lose. But see, like like he said, like in can, UFC, you can rank really quick. Update me as to why. As to why, why we what? want Conor McGregor yeah. to lose? I was just because last time well, I he heard you guys talk about he, organi- yeah. he got on a plane and organized a whole uh, um, thing to uh, like mess with that mess, guy, yeah. uh, um, start a fight. Yeah. He, stuff in he the paid to put people on a plane to fly them to where other fighters he was feuding with in a verbal war. He flew his crew in to specifically attack, physically attack these oh. people, try to attack them. They took the higher road and got on a bus, and he actually started grabbing stuff and slamming it in, broke windows out of the bus, yeah, did a lot of property two, damage. Two people were on a fighting yeah. card for the next night that had to cancel because of that attack. And they lost money. Yep. Because, and that was a pay-per-view. Oh. that uh, that And Dana White was pissed, which, oh, is, he was which, is, which is why I'm shocked that, that they're bringing him back. back. But I think Dana White thinks he's going to get knocked out, too. That's the only reason why I could think Dana White's bringing him back. That's as, much as, uh, as much as I kind of don't really too much care for him, he is still undefeated in the featherweight. The only time I actually seen him lose was outside of the featherweight division. Listen, if he comes in he, and wins, I'll give you know I give him the respect that he that, that he's a good fighter. But I'm still going to cheer against him because I've lost respect for him as a yeah. person. Well, yeah, and he's yeah, been out true. of it so long. So, yeah, because it's like he because it's like he was you know being overconfident because he never lost in featherweight. So it's like okay, well I'm gonna go three weight classes up and mm-hmm. challenge Nate Diaz. And he got molly whopped on the first round. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, but he did come back. He yeah. did come back he and beat him. But, but then when it came to that lightweight match, division, third, yeah. oh, yeah. that ain't even gonna matter. No, it's not. Gonna they matter. just, they just even pushed that out the way because Conor what McGregor was get. a bigger household name to the UFC. That's what I don't get. Navy That's what I hate yeah. is that they, they did one match, they did the repeat, and mm-hmm. he won. But they gave Conor McGregor more prestige in it because of what he's already done in his career. He's, yeah. the, he's the real great white hype. Yeah. Yes. I need one more match before I can say that he's better than Nate Diaz. You one know, more you match. brought up a good point. Yeah. The great white hype. Great white hype. All them Irish folks that's coming out the woodwork. Yeah. yeah. He's the one that's hyping them up. Yeah. Like, oh, man. crap. We actually, besides Becky Lynch. 
Yeah. Is she really Irish? Like, is she real yes. Irish? Yeah, she's yeah. Irish. Yeah. Oh, man, she's so she's Irish. Real name is Rebecca Quinn. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. God bless you, Becky. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like even back then on the uh, for UFC, you'll usually have those trilogies. Mm-hmm. But there was a weird one where they had like a triangle. It was uh, Matt Hughes, Matt Sierra, and GSP. Mm-hmm. And it's like them three kind of just went at it with each other. See, Dude, I love I GSP. I even love though GSP's GSP. got some losses on his card. I think he's a better fighter. He's still than a better fighter. Conor That's hands down. Man. It's kind of boring watching him fight. Yeah, but at least he knows what but he's, he's doing. good. He's but good he's at what good. he does. He knows where to go. He, he's been in it so long. He knows where to get you. Yeah, he can literally studies. outclass you. Yeah. So that's the thing. Pierre, I think that's where a lot of people make their mistakes in trying to make a name for themselves in the UFC is trying to be that knockout artist, trying to look for that spotlight, that highlight reel type thing. Mm-hmm. And then you get somebody in there that's, you know, really classically trained and really high up trained yeah. and is going to follow their game plan. Yeah. Yeah. They will beat you every time. Uh, Yeah, man. I, th- I think right now, man, there's going to need to be like a systemic, change in UFC man because I don't think that the right fighters are getting the right chances to go against the big names in UFC it's like you could have these undefeated fighters but you could you could have six undefeated fighters on the same featherweight card or lightweight or heavyweight whatever mm-hmm. and like the one with three losses would still be number two because it's like BCS to me yeah it's like just because they they threw more punches or uh, systematically have more hits or more connections or because their fighting is more exciting or this, well, it makes them more uh, I, apt to be I will the, say that it was just this year, but there is a um, mixed mar- MMA commission that drafted and instituted a universal scoring system mm-hmm. that up until recently, not every MMA faction was following. They had their own set of rules and regulations. Yeah. Um, and UFC was the last to adopt it. Yeah. And so every MMA faction is now following that same universal scoring system. So technically, I don't think – I think that kind of helps – for me, it helps make it a little bit more interesting because – if you're following your own set of rules, you can game those rules. Yeah. But now that they're following someone else's, you know, yeah. rules, and you have to follow, follow those rules, or you get sanctioned, mm-hmm. then I, I, it makes it a little bit more real and believable in that you're not gaming it. Yeah. You know, so I hope, man, I hope I see that because past few years I haven't been seeing because I've been seeing good fighters get passed up for names. Or, you know... Oh, don't get me wrong. you still going to... I mean, you know, just like they're doing... I mean, this goes into my... I mean, I'm going to go ahead and skip ahead to the next question about people who want to talk about. Yeah. I you, was, got, yeah. you got Brock Lesnar. They're about to bring in yeah. Brock Lesnar's name, and they're going to throw him right in a title fight with Daniel Comier. And right. Brock, Brock right. hasn't fought a fight in forever. I'm sorry. Comier is a freak of nature, and... Uh, even though Brock Lesnar is six feet taller than Cormier, Cormier is going to tear Cormier him. Has, I, Cormier has literally shown that he can just wear wear oh, yeah, out all the. I'm sorry, just no, wear out all the fighters and stuff just yeah. by simply. He doing, just lay. He just lays back. Yeah, plays his defense just, game. He just literally uh, just acts like he's tired and just be like, "I'm gonna need to uh, just lean on you, and you yeah. just gonna carry my weight. Yeah, wow. mm-hmm. and I'm gonna just press you up against this fence, and it works because I know you're gonna mean, get tired." But here's the thing, though. <laughs> 
I, you know, Comier said a few things that makes me kind of want to root against him. He's kind of he's kind of a butt in interviews, and yes, uh, and I don't really care for him. However. I am going to root for him against Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I want him to destroy him. You know, but a couple of things about Cormier. Cormier always looks out of shape to me. <laughs> it's amazing that he does what he does because he never looks like a solid guy. He, he in never a fight. does. He really he, does. He, he just really looks doesn't. like a normal dad bod guy who got up off the chair and was like, you know what? I feel like fighting. And <laughs> right. And, uh, but, you know, and the only one that could beat him is John Jones. It's yeah. like the, that's the only oh, they could beat John and, and John and they're letting John back yeah, into the saying, game. Yeah, yeah. Like he won't he won't be in a main event anytime soon. But no. he is. He oh, they're going to make him earn back. his way back in. Yeah. But he they finally cleared him. It's the only one that could beat. Cormier, he just needs though. to lay off all that lay stuff he's been on. Yeah. Juice. But here's a here's a big question: Is he going to be the same fighter without it? I don't know. See, this is what twice now he's been caught with it. I mean, we'll see. We'll Who see. Knows? Yeah, he'll yeah. he'll he'll have to prove it. Because the not only because like, I say the, the only spots. people that have like uh, the only people that has literally never been the same as the ones that's held the belts for like a very yeah. long time. Yeah. Like Anderson Silva, mm-hmm. yeah. he has never been the same ever since he it's lost to Chris Weidman twice. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. Ronda Rousey, yeah. she hadn't been the same. No. When oh she no, lost. she her life changed after that. Not yeah. After we saw that, yeah. Anthony Pettis, mm-hmm. Jose Aldo. Mm-hmm. They you you hardly ever hear their names anymore. But it's it, it's that I mean, ego thing, man. Once it once it's broken, it's once, broke. Yeah, once, it's broke. once that glass is shattered, you it's can't broke. replace that one. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It take, um, and if you do that, it takes a mentality. special mentality. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna to be see able to take a loss because we're gonna and we're gonna see if Brock's the one that can do it because I'm telling you right now when he fought. Um, Kane Velasquez, Kane took turned oh, yeah. his face into hamburger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he I destroyed saw that match. him, and I was like, yes. "What was that last match?" Brock Lesnar was in, but he was accused of juicing. Oh, he, he was fighting up, against uh, was Overeem. Overeem. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Alistair Overeem. Oh, no. it was Overeem. Okay. It was Overeem. Yeah. Okay. That's but the that one against Mike Hunt too. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, I that's thought, right. I forgot about that. One. He was accused of juicing <laughs> after that, and then they and that was right around the time he was coming back to WWE. But they just let it all go. That was yeah. that was his last one. The yeah. Overeem one was before that. It was yeah. Alistair Overeem. Then it was then Mark Hunt. Hunt. Oh, okay. and Hunt was to me. I'm sorry. He Hunt is another beast. Hunt is, is swole. Yeah. for his size. Yeah. He he's he's very he's dangerous he's very dangerous for his size. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're gonna let I don't think he's gonna do anything anymore because he got so vocal after the whole Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. you know controversy. Um, he wanted he because he was uh, proven to yeah. have been ju- juicing and taking stuff. Uh, Mark wanted them to take that off of his record. Yeah, and they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't oh, do it I got because you. Brock Lesnar left. Yeah, they were like, you know, we're not going to mess with it since we have this deal with WWE he, now. He, yeah, I mean, and, and what is up with that cross promotion? Yeah, that's true. they're allowing him things. to fight in both things, and I'm like, Which I, I can see. Stupid. I find incredibly. I, I know why WWE wants it. They want it to bring legitis, legitimacy to their product. Yeah, yeah. Um, why the UFC is doing it? The only thing I can come up with is Lesnar brings money. That's yeah, the only thing I can think. Yeah. Of. It only the only person I say that's got the horrible end of the deal was CM Punk. Yeah, yeah. Poor CM Punk. He needs to come back to wrestling. Yeah. I think CM He's Punk needs wrestler. to go hang out with Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. Yeah, yeah I do too. Yeah. I think that's where he. I think CM Punk can go back there. Go with go with them. 
follow what they're doing because what they're doing is yeah, really special. Is. I and I think if you, thrive. I think if you had one random raw and CM Punk's music came in, I think your viewership would almost double. Oh because yeah, because of CM Punk, yes, the TV ratings would blow through the roof. Yes, but they have such a talent pool now that I don't think they're going to. They would. They don't. They wouldn't want to mess with that headache again because of. That whole controversy. But see, it, it's not even for the wrestling part. It's just for his mouth. Like yeah. what he says. Like his... Just nobody, make a cameo appearance. Yeah, nobody promos good anymore, nobody man. Nobody promos Especially, good. Especially, um, who's the heavy... Who's the belt heavyweight belt Reigns. holder? Reigns. Reigns, man. Oh, he's Roman awful. Reigns? Yeah, he's, he's awful. He's not what a is, good promoter. What is Alter Beast? Yeah. Power up before he spears? I, yeah. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> stand... Reigns, I you know, and he's related to the Rock. When I first saw Reigns, I was and I was told that he was related to the Rock. I was like, all right, good. We'll have more of that aspect coming to WWE. And man, he is just so boring. Man, my man. my thought on on Reigns is he is a mid level card guy. Yeah, Intercontinental Championship best. Mm-hmm. Not and does not need to be in the main fight. Yeah. it's proven that you he's not over. You're yeah. not going to Yo. get him over. Yeah, ever. Yo. The you crowd know. is done with him. They've been done with him for the last five years. Even as a heel. Yeah, he's not that popular. You know what I'm I like, find funny is the fact that him and Bobby Lashley have went at it. Yeah, like I since I was you know I'm constantly falling right now. I was like they went at it. Lashley had won. Mm-hmm. Okay, so after I've done beating him, I won my title match, mm-hmm. and now we have Roman Reigns coming back along with like four other people. Hey, let's just do a triple threat. Yeah, for two different nights, and then the last two can just face each other, and then face the heavyweight champion. Then you know Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns went at it again. Mm-hmm. I was expecting Roman Reigns to just lose and get up out of there. Yeah, but he won. And I told Ron, I go like Lashley better win that. That fight. was that I, was just that. that was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. I, I was disappointed. I thought that was a waste of Lashley's time. He might as yeah. well just he might as well just wear a shirt that just says I'm the Rock's cousin. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Uh, my my fighter uh that I was gonna bring up was Terrence Crawford, but the reason I want to bring him up is you know I've I've been following him around his twentieth win, and he he is a dominator. He is not that big, mm-hmm. but to me, have you uh, Mac? Have you heard of Terrence Crawford? Mm-mm, Look I like him to. up because he fights like Mike Tyson. Okay. He he has that what weight class? He he was lightweight, he just moved up to welterweight. That's mm. his fight in October is oh his first welterweight match. Okay. Uh to start uh work cuz the welterweight belt is one of the most prestigious in the WBO. Yeah. Um but he is 33 and 0 right now with 24 knockouts. Mm. Wow. And like he just moved up to welterweight and is still like just dominating the ring and most of his matches if you look it's like i think the percentage was like 44 percent of his matches don't make it past the sixth round because he has knocked them clean out and uh i think to me the way he fights and the way he he gets low i think he could take most of your ufc fighters in the welterweight class if he was to move over just because of the way he attacks, I think he could. Interesting. And that's why I love I, I love him because he, he works the ribs 
until you try to protect your ribs. And then if you go to protect your ribs, bye-bye. Good night. <laughs> you are gone. Mm. That's boxing one-on-one, man. Yeah, man. I do like body blows. Yes. Because it's like a delayed reaction. Like, all right, I'm good. Dude. <gasps> if you one of my favorite. breathing in my boxing, man. It's one of my sweaty. favorite knockouts. Uh, I think I showed this to you a long, y'all a long time ago. One of my favorite knockouts of all time was a UFC match. Uh, dude threw a heart punch. Punched him in the chest. Mm-hmm. Dude was out. Could not breathe. I mean, yeah. not knocked. I can. I'll find it after the show and okay, show cool. it to you. Yeah, please. Dude punched him in the chest and was out. That's the way to do it, man. If you the work the ribs, one shot, the heartbreak shot, right in the chest. Oh, if you God. work those ribs and get them to where they're not breathing right, then they can't concentrate. That's the trick, man. Is just break the rhythm and their breathing. Break their rhythm and their breathing, so they don't last that long. And then when they do it, and they're like, "Okay, now I need to control my breathing." And I don't. Bye bye face. <laughs> I don't know the reality of this, but there was reports afterwards. Doctors were saying that it what knocked him out was he actually he hit him so hard it changed the rhythm of his heartbeat. Yeah, man. And it and it, uh, it so it reduced the amount of oxygen in his blood, mm-hmm. and he just out. I would have oh, fell. I would have just fell to the ground. Be like, oh, hey. God, I'm done. Uh, Ryan, you got any? I mean, fighters? I'd mainly just talk about the UFC fighters, like the Brock Lesnar's. I mean, whenever he came in, I mean, I think Lesnar is a beast. But I think I really do want to see him get knocked out. <laughs> I would love <laughs> to see him um, get knocked out. And I'm going old school. I used to really, really loved watching and- Anderson Silva mm-hmm. and then the Chuck Liddell's Rampage those kind of people I miss that era yeah I, I just really I enjoyed that a lot more in UFC I still like UFC but those guys just I submitted. would and like Ken Shamrock I thought Shamrock was y'all saw fine. y'all saw where they're spe- about to do with Chuck Liddell Chuck Liddell Ortiz. yeah four what you yes. see that yes. yeah when does this happen? Liddell? It's happening. It's happening. It's coming up. It's about to yeah, happen. Let me see, like, Liddell's coming out of retirement. They're having for that? one fight for Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell. One more fight. One more round. Oh, Ortiz got this. Oh, Ortiz I, all day long, dude. Ortiz got this. He's in so much better shape. The last, the last match I seen him with was with Chael Sonnen. <laughs> I, I don't. It's, I think it's a Bellator I, event. Oh yeah, that but, that would make sense because that's not happening. Oh it, no, no, uh-uh. Dana's not going to do that again. <laughs> it's done, been done three times. But why? But why? It's going to make money. But why? <laughs> because it's going to make money. It, but it, it 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 was there even a reason why they're doing this other than the fact that it's making money? Like no. were they just talking mess on Twitter? No, dude. I mean, they're talking Anything? mess. They're talking mess. Uh, so they it's, probably. But it's down. all it's all a part of the game, dude. Oh, so it's all high. It's all promo hype. Oh, so promo they came hype. at them with a big number. And oh they were lord, like, yeah, yeah, sure. absolutely. And so they started it. It was a social media verbal battle, yeah. and now they've built it into this yes. whole one more time. It is set for November 24th at the Forum in Inglewood. And Bellator? Right? This yeah. year? Yeah. yeah. Yes, this year. Well, it's the same way with that the, that, <laughs> not that Mayweather is fixing to come out and wants to do a number three with the Hispanic fighter. Yeah, and you know what? It's not going to make any money because that last fight was one of the most boring boxing fights. It was I've boring. The, what, which life. one, though? Pack. What are you talking about? The Mayweather and Pacquiao fight. Oh, the one, no. the, the second one where he knocked Mayweather. Out. Mayweather didn't do anything. It he was made boring. he made Pacquiao. He literally made Pacquiao come after. And him they fought. Whole, I thought they just God. fought once. Twice. No, twice. Oh, he man. knocked him out the first time. He knocked. Are you first sure? fight was. I think it was just the one time. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I, I thought it was there was twice. 
Uh, okay. Because he knocked him out one time, like laid him out. And then the second time, it was just, you know, Mayweather's, you know, well-known just play the clock thing. And it was extremely boring. Yes. Yeah, they, uh, Way boring. And they made fun of it by just yes. putting instead of like Mike Tyson's punch out, is Mayweather punch out. Yeah. And all he did was just hug you the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And then just dodge your punch. Yeah. Out. Yep. It was a hug and dodge. Hug That's and all dodge, it was. Buddy. He played the clock, man. He made Pacquiao come after me. I Pacquiao see what happened tried. on Rocky Four. Yeah. I'm not about to go through punch drunk syndrome. So. <laughs> Come get these hugs. And I'll play tag because I'm, I'm getting my points. And after that, I'm going to just go back to my $100 million mansion that I paid Heck for. Yeah. Yep. But Brian, no, that, do you have that money, that, move, that fight will probably make money. I don't. It's the not other one do made like, like broke ones. record. It made like what? Like a billion and a half dollars? Mm-hmm. The one with. Uh, it won't make that. The one with, you know. Conor McGregor made tons of money. Yeah, yeah. But this one, because the last fight was like the most boring was, boxing yes, fight. Nobody's going to want to see it. They're not going to want to see that again. <laughs> no. And it doesn't matter. That fight doesn't matter. And if it's their third Correct. fight and yeah. Pacquiao's lost two already, yeah. What does it matter? Right. The only thing people will watch for a majority is to see if Betting. Mayweather. Well, that's better. The better Mayweather will, finally. You'll get the you'll his get bet. the gamblers in there because you'll what? get somebody. Putting a hundred grand on Pacquiao to knock him out or something. But it was a fun fight between Mayweather and uh, Conor McGregor because that that actually was the, the oh climb, that was a good that was like that was an entertaining the, pro, entertaining the promotion fight. of it was mm-hmm. just basically oh, yeah. great white hype yeah yeah and I kind of wish that there was like the uh, the other black dude at the end I was like yeah that's right that's right <laughs> I did I was actually rooting I was rooting for Conor in that fight because. Um, this was before the whole incident that yeah. went down, and I yeah. was rooting for Connor to win that because I was like, "Let's see what you got, man. Let's man, try." And he looked like that promotion was pretty fun because you actually had a, I think a Connor McGregor oh, they, had that they, suit with the cuss words. Yeah, as the, as the yeah, strips. yeah. That's the first time. I've oh, ever dude, seen it was that. they, they, they really did the hype. It well was basically that match. had his bodyguards like, come up like Form Voltron. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It was basically to show who had the most money. That's what oh. that tour was. Like oh, they would yeah. come in. Like Mayweather came in with a bag of money or something, and he wore the crazy. Irish cape and then did a prayer pose. Yeah, <laughs> in front of everybody. Didn't even look at Mayweather. I think those I promos. Mean, didn't even look at uh, Conor McGregor. I think those promos yeah. made a lot of money themselves. I think everybody True. was just watching those promos to see. Uh, were there any other fighters that aren't entertainers? Yeah. You want to talk about? No. no. Uh, so, uh, what is the most unusual martial arts y'all have ever seen or heard of? I think of? mine is the one that Brian I was brought fixing, up. I, say, I was going to say, since we already Googled, brought it up. But here's the thing, though. like Aikido. <laughs> yeah. Was you that think Aikido, Aikido is the most unusual? It's weird. It's just hands. And I, okay, I know it, it's probably some very elegant sport or a very elegant style, but just with the hands. And I hear, and, and a lot of times when I see it, especially when Steven Seagal showed it, mm-hmm. and he's just constantly waving the hands mm-hmm. in a weird way. I don't know. It's just, and there's a lot of slapping yourself to make slapping the hands. You slap like I hear him. He's literally slapping himself to make sounds all the while doing a move. Like it's like I don't a know, man. I hear it go bleep, 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 like I mean I've seen move. some Aikido, and to me Aikido it's weird is like low-key fighting like you don't have to use your entire body but it focuses more on like uh 
like pressure points and yeah. But I will say <clears throat> that one technically for me was an honorable mention because there is one that has been disproven, and I don't know if it's got a name. I didn't really look into that. Well, hold on, save it. Say, let's get around because okay, someone yeah. might. Uh, but you you say yeah, Aikido say too. One. But why why do you think Aikido? I mean, if that's the same one, because I like I googled like unusual martial arts. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't want to come in here and say I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But whenever I saw it, it looks like all it is is just dancing. Like I don't know if it's the same one that he's talking that's, about. That's crazy because yeah. I've seen some Aikido fights. And that, that, yeah, and, and that's just my opinion. I'm sure there is crazier ones out there. Whenever I googled and was looking, because yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know your UFC the top you know martial arts yeah. that we do but whenever it came to unusual I was like yeah. wow I need to figure out what this is well mine is um, mine is both unusual but also intriguing and it's uh, Shaolin Kung Fu and the reason being is because you think that's unusual well listen I mean if you've ever watched Shaolin Kung Fu I mean this is yes. you know obviously the Shaolin <laughs> monks yeah and it's you know the overly dramatic high impact movements through the air the um but you know, they, it's also very choreographed. Yeah, with group movement, mm-hmm. um, which you know that's that's very unusual. I mean, to, to a fighting style that you're all doing choreographed sim- same moves through the air at the same exact time. That mean that makes no sense to me. Why you would mm-hmm. actually practice an art to mm-hmm. do that? Yeah, I would think that the martial arts is to individually react to your what your opponent's doing but they actually choreograph group movements within the Shaolin ministry yeah. that um, is meant to fight as a group okay. you know? and it's it's visually stunning which makes it very intriguing to watch when you're watching them go through their their practice routines yeah. and everything but to watch that actually in practice in, yeah. a, in a fighting environment it's really unusual yeah. That's crazy. I, I would have. I've I've seen well on videos. I've seen Shaolin. Well, like monk fighting. And well, I mean, I've seen it, and I've I've seen movies do the Shaolin stuff and everything, and they make it you know look a whole lot different yeah. than what the real life Shaolin kung fu is. Interesting. How about you, Mac? Is there an unusual fighting style <coughs> that you've heard of or seen? I would say Tai Chi, but. Now that I think about it, Turkish oil wrestling seems to fit the bill. Cause, Turkish I mean, what? Turkish oil wrestling. Turkish oil wrestling? Yeah, because it's like, because I played that video game, like it was a Street Fighter 4. Yeah. And it was this oil wrestler named Hakan uh-huh. who would grapple like Zangief, but he was always covered in oil. And I was wondering, like, where did this come from? So I looked at it. Yeah, Turkish oil wrestling is, is, is real. It's actually real because they're really grappling inside the pouches of each other's pants and i was like are they grabbing each other's nuts or <laughs> but they're like really just grabbing pouches that's inside the pants and they're just literally just trying Wait, to is like, that what joey ryan practices <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> I, I, I just know that it was just completely unusual and yeah weird. and then tai chi was the other one where it's, i guess it's like flowy flowy yeah has healing properties kind of similar to how uh danny Rand did an iron fist okay just did you know tai chi all it right. was just, you know, just ah. <laughs> <laughs> feel the cheese. Feel the, cheese. <laughs> uh, the one I've come across, I came across several, but the one I came across was Russian slap fighting. Have y'all seen this? I, was, no, I saw that in my called, research, and it's got a no. technical name called Slapa Era. Slapa Era. Yes. yes, it's actually they used it in the Russian military 
for years in Russian military training, but they got out of it, and after they got out of it, it's gained popularity in the public with people starting to practice it. And if you look, if you look up videos of Russian slap fighting, they are literally <laughs> slapping themselves. Well, they're slapping themselves. Oh, yeah. Like when yes. they're doing their hands around and stuff, yeah. it's like they're slapping, just making noises. Yeah. And uh, like, and then when they go across each other, they're coming across kind of like the Aikido. You know how their hands yeah. are always moving, but they're just slapping themselves. And then they'll come up with the elbows, and then they'll slap themselves, and it's like the most ridiculous that thing. Is- I've ever seen, but I, I feel it's like, like I a got lot of noise. I feel like I got something worse than that, and I don't don't even know if there's a name for it. I don't know. That's pretty bad. But <laughs> there is. But there was because I saw a video of it a while back where the guy calls himself an energy shield master. Oh yeah, it's called empty force fighting. Empty force fighting, yeah. where they they claim to be able to stop your punches with the energy of the world. Stop playing. No, it is <laughs> a real thing. Yeah. I'm like they, they literally try that if you see videos, That's they true. literally try to harness this chi. And and the, the greatest part about it is when they show instructional videos, their cl- their class, the, the their people are into it. So when the master like does this energy throw, all the all the the people fall down and <laughs> yeah, like, like it was over this, dramatically. Oh god, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and and yet what was great was there's a video of this guy who calls himself the energy shield master who who dared another person to punch him in the face because he said he could stop it. Well, lo and behold, he got knocked out like you could ever believe, but. It's hilarious. I guess the energy um, of the world just didn't give him... Just didn't get there that moment. Didn't get there that time. There's a there's one called... Um, Kali, I don't, I'm probably going to way mispronounce this. Uh, Kali Ri Payatu. Sounds like a Thai food. It is. It sounds like well, a strain it's an of Indian, weed. It <laughs> like, sounds like something you smoke. That's what it sounds yeah. like. It's an Indian martial art, but it's also uh, considered to be the oldest martial art in existence. No way. Yes. Uh, dating back to 3rd century BCE. Ooh, wow. That and, uh, name. Now, if you, if you, I'll give you the name of this, the spelling of it, so you can Google some of the videos. Um, but the style is centered around uh, two guys using shields and weapons. Okay. Um, and some of the weapons are like these long, uh, flexible blades. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea is each each of them take turns. They'll fly through the air. They will move towards you quickly. They'll move back quickly. They'll move around you. They'll kick off of walls. But the whole idea is each one takes turns swacking at you with a weapon. The other one swacks at you with a weapon. And it's all about trying to get that one blow that gets into them without hitting the shield. Interesting. And it's really weird because if you watch the videos, it's literally like, shwack, 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 shwack. It's really what you're watching is back yeah, and forth weapon funny. on shields. You're watching and, and where, and where, yeah. I was going to say, where exactly did swack <laughs> Yeah, I mean, where did it? I was like, that's the first time word I've heard this word. Word of the day. Schwacking. It's, it's the ancient art of schwack food. <laughs> so we have a turn-based Final Fantasy <laughs> martial art. Yeah. That is, that is so funny. But it's, Sound but it's, bite. Schwack, 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 schwack. <laughs> what are you doing today? I'm breeding golden chuckaboos and schwacking. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I have one more. Lay off the Final Fantasy, bro. (laughs) Lay it off. I have one more. It's the first one I came across, but it it had more 
style to it than the rest of these yeah. I've came across. And it's called snake oil style fighting that Russians... Snake oil? Yes. And they they stole it from a kind of kung fu that... Uh, that Asians came up with. You know how, like, Asians will have, like, uh, the crouching tiger or, you know, the monkey, yeah. the beetles, <laughs> you know, like, stuff the like rat. that. The rat. The, the rat. The monkey. Uh, but, yeah, they, they they look to me, and I know when I say this, I'll be missing tomorrow because it's the Russians, but it looks like an overconfident child throwing arms about and ending with a seizure. That's exactly what I got <laughs> oh out of the gosh. style fighting. Like when they they're like when they're at one of those like hitting uh what what are those the things that they like hit inside that it's like a like a little wooden man with like yeah, okay. out. I can't okay. remember the name of it. We yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't remember the name of those things, but uh like he would just like have his arms out, and then it just looks like this goofy dude who's making up martial arts as he goes, <laughs> as long as he keeps his hands looking like snakes. And like it, you know, there are some parts where they're like in and out, like they're weaving, like sewing and weaving or whatever. But then they would end on like their leg up, and like you know, I'm fabulous. All like a ridiculous thing. Stuart from uh, Mad TV, like look what I can do. Yes, exactly. That's how they end. <laughs> they're just called. They're literally just called wooden dummies. Wooden dummies, but they've got them specifically for different fighting styles. Like there's a Wing Chun. There's a golden dragon. Okay, but they don't have a cooler name no, than fighting. No, it's literally dummies. just a wooden dummy. Oh, that sucks. Or That's they can just say Mogujin, like on you know Tekken. <laughs> <laughs> but you said Russian snake oil. Russian what? snake oil fighting. Where did the oil up. come in at? I don't know. I mean, did they? It was like, do you want the bow constructor or the cobra? You know, give me the cobra because <laughs> I think that's going to help me better than this bow constructor. I didn't see any oil in this thing. I don't oh, know if it's just they, they probably look like took oil a or, or they something. Just, they just lit incense and thought like become this snake, like a drop of acid, and then they just try to do kung fu or something around the gym. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have y'all ever been to a martial art event? Negative. Only my, my son's Zero. Taekwondo belt. Events. You've never been to an MMA? No. Never I went have. to UFC Fight Night at Bridgestone oh, with yeah. Roger, our buddy Roger. And uh, April of 2009, I believe. I'd yeah. love to go to one. They were just fun. To see, just to okay. see what it was like. If that's the case, I didn't go to it, but I did but you worked it. You worked it. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I worked right. a uh, UFC fight night. What was good about that, of course, I can't remember who the main card was because, you know, I, that was right whenever I was really starting to watch mm-hmm. it, but Rampage Jackson made an appearance. Oh, and, that's uh, cool. When he came out through the crowd and just, I mean, everybody went nuts. and mm-hmm. but It was fun. Like, I, I'd go back to a UFC event like that. That's cool. How about you, Mac? You ever no. been to one? Never been? Nope. I went to a uh, MMA cage fight that was local in Franken. 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 Franklin. Frankenberry? Franklin. Oh, Frank. Okay. Uh, years ago, um, uh, somebody I knew had a brother that was you know competing that night and lost embarrassingly <laughs> and uh, we all got in for free that's the only reason i went but it was like the franklin i i don't really had a weird name i don't even remember it's been so long but that was the only thing um, i've been to i've always wanted to go uh you know after you know in the 90s when they had those uh the american karate championship i always wanted them i remember it coming to nashville one year for uh nashville competitors um, I always wanted to go to one of those, but now, you know, they still exist, but they're not as big and they're not commercialized. So I've always wanted to go to one. 
Um, let's move to television. Uh, Jim, what is your favorite martial arts television show and or TV show with martial arts with a martial arts star? Into the Badlands. Into the Badlands. Yeah, that's a if you really haven't watched good show. it on Netflix. Super good movie, man. But see that Super man, that show right there is bringing back some of that fantasy, like kung fu style. I don't know mm. if it's kung fu or if they are all do different styles, but. Like they they they'll have those like high flyers and run on waters <laughs> yeah. and then like he'll jump from building to building and you know look like he's flying or something. But it's also got a great storyline. Yeah, it does too. have it's got some good. It's got really good writing to it too. So it's and an uh, interesting fact is the lead guy. I can't remember the lead guy. You know he has no mar- He had no martial arts experience before that show. Like Actually, they start. They taught him. They taught him the style that he's using in that show. And they taught him that new style, but he did come out of. Uh, he was trained previously by Jackie Chan's JC group. Oh, that! But that's the the stunt, uh, their stunt the group. stunt group. But it's mar- It's a martial arts. He teaches them a martial arts, but he had to learn this new style. He they didn't train him with this new style. He had to learn the new style yeah. for this specific show. But he was trained in martial arts by Jackie Chan. Uh, I don't count the stunt group. The stunt group they give you the Jackie Chan gives you the basics. To, so you can be the one to fly through the window or the the I bars and I don't stuff. Know, man. There's been a lot of people come out of his groups that have been really good. I don't know, man. His his group, man. I, I think that's cool. Like he's the only one to have. Like he is known for the JC crew mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, like I, I think it's cool that you know he's done that and he's had them for so long. Mm-hmm. He's had them since yeah. the '70s and he still has them today. Yep. Uh, I think that's cool. How about you, Ron? You got any? You know, I mean, I didn't grow up watching <laughs> martial arts shows and everything, so whenever I was really looking, I kind of was happy that the lead star actually did karate in real life and everything, but I'm going new school. I'm going Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai? I'm going... Nice. I'm, I'm just... I don't know what it was about Cobra Kai, but it, <laughs> it brought back... Really, I mean, that's the thing. Really and well. It, it was actually really. on my list, too. I mean, well, it, it, really it good. to really me, good. I think it finally... <clears throat> not only brought back all of our childhood, but yeah. it also made you kind of go, wow, Johnny was not that bad. And <laughs> Daniel was kind of a jerk. The jerk, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I mean that, that was the thing whenever I was going, and Into the Badlands, I've, st- I've saved that in my Netflix queue, so I didn't <laughs> want to put that because I don't know nothing about it. But It's really good. Yeah, good, but see, yeah. Cobra Kai, I just think with some of the competitors that they had on that at the end, yeah, just the stars on how they learned like mm-hmm. the martial arts and it brought back like I said the old stars that I, I really really enjoyed that show I was really hype on that show yeah I've seen, 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 seen that whole show too me, I mean we watched them we, yeah. we binge watched it binge watched the whole it, it, just, it was amazing it was just fun to watch how about you Mac you have a favorite television show with martial Bully, arts Bully Beatdown what is it Bully Beatdown Bully Beatdown. Mm-hmm. You got to explain this to me, man. Yeah, I don't know so what this it's is. like uh, you have this one guy who was being bullied by another dude, and they had uh, Mayhem. Uh huh. That one MMA person, I think his name was Mayhem. Okay. And he'll actually bring someone from the UFC or just an MMA person uh-huh. into the ring to whoop, whoop, beat the bully down. All right. Wow. Matches. And it's like every time the, the MMA person won. It, it basically comes down to the the bully has to fight the MMA person. If the bully wins, then he'll get like the money. Yeah. From you know Mayhem Miller mm-hmm. and them. But if the bully loses, he has to hand that money to the kid to the person that. He oh, that's awesome. So, but what what makes them the bully? What I don't understand. Like, 
Oh, like just being picked on in high school or whatever, and you know, like Mayhem Miller just basically, you know, just hears from it or whatnot. And he was like, you know what? We're gonna teach that bully a lesson, oh, so that he okay, doesn't pick okay. on you again, so that he I got knows. You. So we can just give him a taste of his own medicine. That's pretty cool. And All I right. tell you, them bullies get mollywops so bad. Like, <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll have to look that up. That looks interesting. I've never heard yeah. of that. Yeah, today. I never have either. That's yeah. yeah. How about you, Brian? Well, uh, mine is an older television show because, again, kind of going off of what Ryan said, I, I never really watched a whole lot of the television series. I was more movie-based. Yeah. So mine dates back to 20, 2011, mm-hmm. and I actually – I did. I enjoyed this. was the Mortal Kombat Legacy you like that series? I actually I, I did. never got to watch it. So I, I did mean, because it, it also. Clean. I actually liked it, and it also had one of my favorite uh, martial artist uh, actors in there as well, Michael J. White. Oh, I love Michael um, J. White. He played Jax in that series. Oh, okay. So yeah, I actually I love that, that Michael, show. That was to like, me, Michael J. White is one of the most yeah, underrated like martial artists. They today. got two seasons of it. Yeah, really on, on YouTube. Yeah, all right, I'm gonna have to watch it. It's really good. And Liu Kang is evil on this one. Yes, he is. Oh, oh nice. Very. So when you when you see it, because <laughs> like, I, I think it. it was like, I think after the second season, they probably just wanted him to go evil based yes. on that last video game. Yep. For Mortal Kombat, um, the com- the complete series. I think it was nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either Mortal Kombat nine or ten, they was like, let's just make him go evil. Yeah. <laughs> Screw it. I'm gonna have to watch it, man. <laughs> I, I I've heard of it, but I never got around to watching it. Um, mine. I, I have. I have a couple. Uh, my my favorite was the Ip Man series that stemmed ah, yes. from the movies. Uh, it only lasted three seasons though. Um, but I, I loved how they incorporated because the movies with uh, Donnie Yen uh, started how Ip Man, you know, got to where you know he was, and the series like did these like little side ventures that he came on to help his students and stuff like that. Uh, I love that series. And then of course, uh, the Saturday Kung Fu specials that came on every Saturday Uh, morning, the Saturday Kung Fu specials. I mean, there was too many individual names for the shows, but it was never the same thing. Every Saturday morning, it was like 10 it different was, Kung Fu it specials. It was Sunday morning at Mimi's when I was growing up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, for me, yeah, it was most of Saturday them were morning. all black and white. Oh, see, my, a lot of mine were in color. So, yeah, that shows generational difference. But Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> but it was always the Saturday. I loved the Saturday morning Kung Fu specials. And I loved uh, uh, Green Hornet, the old Green, old Hornet, Green Hornet with old, Bruce Lee. Yeah. Bruce Lee. Uh, Oh man, I f- forgot Bruce Lee's character. Um, um, starts with a K. Um, oh, Kaden. Um, Kato. 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 Thank you. Uh, yeah, where he played Kato, and he was the only interesting thing in that show. And I watched the movie with uh, Seth Rogen, which sucked. Yeah. But you know, the guy who took the Kato role made that movie, so <laughs> I was okay with it. Especially um, with that cappuccino. Yeah. <laughs> um, as of late, um, I'm really liking the Dare, Daredevil show. Um, oh yeah, man. Uh, um, that's really good, and I think it out of all those uh, shows that Marvel's doing on Netflix, I think it has the best fighting choreography of yes. all of them. Which I don't get. Which man. I don't get either. Because I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what. Iron Fist season one eh. was complete crap. Eh. <laughs> season two has been much better so really? far. I have not gotten all the way through it yet, but season two 
has been a whole lot better. So he ain't far. playing. So I'm I'm behind though. Like I haven't watched <laughs> Defenders yet. I need to watch Defenders. Defenders was really good. It's a good story. Yeah, it's a good story. I need to watch Defenders. I need to watch Punisher. Uh, um, Jessica Jones. I've watched Punisher. Punisher's Punisher good. Amazing. Punisher's good. Uh, and I need to catch up on Iron Fist. But yeah, when you but when you watch season one and two He's of just Daredevil, a oh yeah, go ahead. go ahead. When you watch season one and two of Daredevil and how amazing and realistic those fights, those fighting the mm-hmm. uh, sequences are, and then you go to Iron Fist and it's Cheeseball City. Yes, like you could tell. It's like, but it's the same. He's it, supposed to be more tra- well trained. Yes, and such a much better fighter. But he was like this whiny little rich kid who could barely fight. And the same studio I, made it. So why would they make him look completely different? I don't even think you would get that much from the first season. But I know on the second season, you're definitely going to get oh, dude, quite so a bit far, of that. Are you talking about Iron Fist? Yeah, you're yeah, definitely going to get yeah, that. There's so much more fighting in season two. I mean, right off the bat, mm-hmm. they're doing a lot of flashbacks to um, how season one ends. Mm-hmm. And uh, you really need to... you got to finish season one, but um, it's really... So far, it's really good. All right. And also in syndication growing up, I used to watch uh, uh, the old Kung Fu series with David Carradine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> you know, I like that show. Who could, who could not fight a lick in real life I like I liked the show until I watched uh, Dragon the Bruce Lee story <laughs> and found yes. out that Bruce Lee... Help create that show and yes. then wasn't given the yeah. chance to be that's right that character <laughs> and I was like you know what screw that man it's Bruce Lee's character uh, who is your favorite martial arts t- TV star uh, Daniel Wu from Into the Badlands I really? yeah I think he's fantastic yeah Michael J White Michael J White mm-hmm. how about you Ryan I'm going old school also Don the Dragon Wilson oh <laughs> nice. man I, I don't know what it was but like he yeah. did TV and he did movies I'm sure yeah. you but I mean yeah I know. I love Don the Dragon yeah. Wilson. I don't think he gets noticed as much anymore. Lord, I haven't heard that name in a long time. And I didn't time. know. Did you know that he held like 10 kickboxing titles in three different weight classes? No. He I, To me, he was just the epitome of my like 80s and 90s childhood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. How about you, Mac? I'm going I'm to just go with Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris? Chuck. Oh, see, he's my least favorite, dude. <laughs> I'm going to just roll with Chuck Norris. A man... Literally had his chest hair ripped off by Bruce Lee. <laughs> so he, so he, he reminded me of hard times. Like, oh my gosh. He said, no, just let the camera roll. It's perfect. <laughs> my chest hurts, but it's perfect. <laughs> uh, I Man, I had, I, I, had a, I had a few too. Like uh, my favorite though was when, okay, so I, I'm not a big Chuck Norris fan. But there uh, was a TV show of Bruce Lee called Legend of Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. and Ray Park played Chuck Norris, <laughs> and he did really well. Like Ray and Park. Ray Park had to learn Chuck Norris's style because Ray Park is more of a uh, of a showman. Like he learned uh, like bow staff fighting. He learned uh, like set fighting. Like he was he never learned like martial arts for his movies, but he was really natural. At learning uh, stage fighting he was and stuff a, like that. I guess he was a good quick learner. Yes, he was a quick learner. And, but, mm-hmm. and then he met with Chuck Norris, watched films and all that, and learned his style and won the part. And if you watch the show, it's called Legend of Bruce Lee. You can tell that, you know, he, he doesn't look a whole lot like him. He gives him like that mullet cut or whatever Chuck Norris had at the time. Uh, around the time, Bruce Lee, you know, it, a long time ago. Um, but he does really well, and you could tell that he had to change his style completely 
uh, for that part. And I also like I, I love Michael J. White, but did you know Michael J. White played uh, Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali? Yes. in The Legend of Bruce Lee? Yeah. Yep. Did he for real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he does really well. I'm gonna have too. to watch it then. Really well, uh, man. Really, if you watch that show, almost every major um, martial artist in entertainment you will find somewhere mm-hmm. in that show playing a major character. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's two seasons of that. Uh, love Bruce Lee. Uh, you know, he, Bruce Lee was the star that got me into martial arts. Uh, but uh, y'all remember Jackie Chan's cartoon? Jackie yeah, Chan. I remember yeah. That. Yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, how have martial arts on television changed over you know the past forty years? Oh. I'd say. Go ahead. I would say it went from three or. Three to five simple sound effects, which is the clapping, the fanning, and all this other stuff. When it just came to just, I guess those Saturday morning kung fu movies to yeah. you know very well organized. Because like back then, it was the way their kung fu was. It almost looked like paper, rock, scissors, paper, <laughs> rock, scissors, and it's like it was so stiff. And yeah, I was like, oh, it's like it. Don't, the only way I can actually enjoy it is if I just re- had that movie myself. And just put it at 1.5 so I can be like, okay, this is how they should have been fighting yeah. at that speed instead of this whole stale. So it went from that to what we have now with all the new school stuff, mm-hmm. especially the Ip Man series and Iron Monkey and all yeah, that. Yeah, I love you Iron Monkey. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that's, that's what I like. And then uh, the diversity, uh, no st- no more of that stereotypical stuff where it's just a, a Asian man and a food man too. You have like video That's games very true, man. where you have Brad Burns from Virtual Fighter Virtual. who is just a, a a a regular, I guess a white or Italian guy with sideburns, but he knows Muay Thai. Yeah. So that right. lets me further though that we have dramatically changed and you yeah. got people like Michael J. White. That's well, awesome. I think I think the biggest change is it's <clears throat> it's been because um, you know all these artists that came over and became stars uh, came from a background of being trained by uh, martial arts purists Mm -hmm. within their fields. Mm -hmm. And for them to go out and become a movie star, um, these people who, who trained them and sent them out into the world felt it was insulting mm-hmm. uh, to uh, to portray martial arts in an American way. Yeah. Which is why martial arts were portrayed the way they were for so many years um, back in the early stages. But I think over the years, um, they've, you know, some of those same stars do, going through the same thing, the newer stars, yeah. have pushed more boundaries. Um, they've uh, you know, allowed their character to take on uh, more sexual things on the screen um allowing them to be vulnerable which is something that the purists would never allow back in the day they would only allow thing their martial art to be portrayed as the best um on you know in the world and totally indestructible totally invincible um and so um i think they've it's come a long way with the boundaries that they've pushed yeah I, i agree man like during if you look at the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. it was more of like a, a cultural introduction to a lot of asian you know con- you know because you know during those times 
you know, we you know, you had the Vietnam War, and then everybody was stereotyping Stereo- anyone yeah. who looked Asian. Yeah, you know, so you know, you had to separate all of that and introduce certain cultures to the Americans, especially for those Asians who were already here, mm-hmm. and you know that were being treated okay until the Vietnam War, and then they were setting everyone in that same category. And then, you know, you would have the Sunday morning or the Saturday morning, you know, Kung Fu specials. Mm-hmm. They were introducing an important part of their culture and, you know, background and, you know, in their way. And, yes, you know, Americans had to overdub it. They wouldn't do uh, the words. Subtitles. Subtitles. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the words. Words showing. Good with words. Good. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, they wouldn't do the mm-hmm. subtitles, so they would always overdub. But, um, you know, showing that stuff at that time and introducing the culture, you know, they would just, you know, they, they would show the fantasy part and the cool part. So they would, you know, people would look at that and then they would, you know, and, and stereotype Asians in a different way other than war. And then as years go along, you have Bruce Lee that would, you know, show you know his you know kung fu and then his style his style that he created Jeet Kune Do and then it, to me right around that time is when people started challenging like mm-hmm. you know kung fu's not the best karate or taekwondo or this is the best and this is the best and then that's when america would get in and be like you know all right i take karate you know karate was probably introduced i would think a lot earlier than kung fu here but it was to me it was simpler to learn than kung fu because kung fu has a lot of more a lot more disciplines mm-hmm. to learn than karate i could be totally wrong about that i am not no, I, a I, martial artist in any way right. but yeah i'm totally judging not not judging but going by what i have seen uh, and have learned over my time. But yeah, I think that's how, to me, na- at one time it was like a cultural int- introduction. And now it's like, okay, how cool can we make this look now? And, you know, because martial arts is like a part of any cool action, you know, star to me. If he has a little bit of martial arts in his, you know, his action, it just makes it that much cooler. Yeah, I. I think, and like I said, now I'm not a martial arts expert. I yeah. don't, you know, I'm probably the least qualified to be here today when it comes to TV shows. <laughs> but to me, kind of tracking what Matt said, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. I think nowadays, especially in today's world with the Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, we have developed and respected their culture a lot more. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, we appreciate the art of martial arts and the kung fu movies and taekwondo. Mm-hmm. We don't just see it as you know, John Claude Van Damme coming in and kickboxer, blood sport of the karate kid. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. nowadays, I think I'm, the American film industry is taking more of an interest yeah. and developed a lot more shows into the Badlands, the Daredevils, mm-hmm. and now actors from over in Asia and everything are coming over here showing us, you know, the beauty of their sport on TV and everything. And now we've really developed that. That's just my. It's deep dive. Well, it's, into it's really good culture integration. Right there, you go. Well, if you look at it, even the simplest moves, like take uh, Taken with Liam Neeson. Yeah, he doesn't do anything nope. outrageously awesome, but he has those little moments where he'll do those quick moves and then take the person down yeah. and then pick up a gun pick and then gun you're and like man yeah. it made it look way cooler right. that he knew that stuff make a mental note of that because i will bring that back up in our okay. later in our discussion how about you brian you got what do you think well i think 
the changes I, I've, I, I brought up are more, I guess, just they're not as detailed as what y'all brought up. They're more obvious mm-hmm. to the forefront. I, I say going back from, you know, 40 years, I, the difference I see is where when they first were being made, it was here's a martial arts movie. It's set in its time. It's set in its place. Like they're at the at a monastery in their geese. You know, you it's very obvious. And it was all about some sort of you know championship of yeah. some sort of thing. And then I feel I, I I'll say the small sort of change I've seen is they always used to be that. Yeah. And now as we've moved in, it's now movies yeah but instead of the martial arts being the forefront yeah. of the thing it's yeah. like no we're gonna do this yeah. oh by the way yeah. i know i know it's, martial arts right. it's, it's, it's it's thrown it's, in it's becoming, the mix yeah. it's not the forefront it's of become the, more about the story storyline story, yeah. fighting and the set of the fight yeah yes. so you're saying like uh at, at one time it was cliche and now yeah. it's so a part of our it's now a part Pretty of our culture that it's yeah. not yeah, it's, in, not un- it's woven into everything yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get that. How about you how about you Mac? What do you think? What as far as how it's changed? Yeah, yeah how over the years it's changed over oh, already, television. Already television. Oh, you're Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've, I I I agree like, you know, when you when you see it at one time, they had to they had to have it in a certain yes. certain you know, setting. To, it always know, had to be it. the and setting. Now you you'll find it in well, anything. Really. But it's like I said, the old, the purists. It had to be yeah. focused on Focus, the fighting, yeah. and it had to present their fighting in a certain way, or otherwise it need to be they, a proper. They way. would condemn yeah. that movie, and yeah. it would not do well in their country. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, you know, like uh, with uh, the Green Hornet, they didn't call it the Green Hornet in. Uh, in China, they called it the Kato Show. Oh, that's right! I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, they like they, you know, they took you know Green Hornet was in it obviously, but he wasn't the main star to them, yeah. and that's how they showed it in China was the Kato Show. Uh, what is the worst martial arts show you've ever seen on TV? Go Walker, it, Walker Texas. Ranger. I'm with Ryan. Man. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mac, but you know, like Chuck I, Norris to me is one of the cheesiest <laughs> martial and arts. You know what? I'm going to not say his name for the, and it's my fault. I actually sat and watched one of those marathons when I was like 18. Yeah, like on USA Network, and I remember looking at. A friend of ours and I was just like that is three hours I'll never get back in my life <laughs> I'm with you Walk, Walker Texas Ranger and do y'all remember the 90s show Street Justice oh yeah yeah, yes, Carl that, was, yeah that was complete crap Carl and, Weathers was horrible <laughs> So what about you, Mag? What, what's the worst TV show? Oh, I'll, oh yeah, I'll tell you that right now, and it's a very long title. Uh, Tattoo teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that, that, be, that yeah, sounds like, awful. You, you tell me about this show. Is, yeah. this a, is this an anime or is this a no, live action? It's live action, and I hate the fact that I had to bring this up. <laughs> it's funny, but it needs to be known. Because you y'all have need to spread to, the word, so people spread the yeah, word, avoid this at all costs. Yeah, you might want to, because to me, it was, watching just one of them episodes was like trying to digest an egg McMuffin from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> because it was like, and it's like my brother was laughing at the fact that I was like, yeah, hey, I needed to watch this whole episode so that I can fully understand yeah. how horrible this show is. <laughs> because it was on USA. It hardly had any production because, I mean, Power Rangers was awesome. Yeah. And you had VR Troopers mm-hmm. and Beetleborgs and you had Ultraman. You had Beetleborgs. All that, oh, my gosh. All that good stuff. 
You know what I'm saying? So they came out with this low budget show where you had four people. You had a you know a black nerd, a, a white sports jock, a, mm-hmm. I would say a cute cheerleader, I guess, mm-hmm. and then you had one other white lady with blonde curly hair as a as a <laughs> as an artist. Yeah, and they were chosen by some huge alien or some small alien blob that kind of looks like Crag from yeah, but without the face, mm-hmm. and he just gave him like this small tattoo or whatever, and then it was like they would just morph into these ridiculous cheesy uh heroes like they would say apollo and (laughs) cancer and sagittarius and And then uh they they fight no but it's like dude they fight and it's like you know how the power rangers where you know you fight the putties then you fight the monster Mm -hmm. and then lord zell be like you know what give me that bomb because i'm (laughs) gonna make him grow they're already grown they're literally already grown the moment they fight this boss and instead of them just doing this awesome choreography and stuff it's one-on-one it's like a video game that's just horrible as heck because you have one that you'll have him focus on one hero who's just jumping and lands (laughs) and then he'll look at the next one and jumping and he'll land and then it's like it's just four and it's like an ongoing yeah i'm basically the villain and i'm looking at the four y'all so he'll jump then he'll jump then he'll jump and then you know yeah yeah and then all of a sudden I'll attack you and you'll dodge and be like, okay, that didn't work. So I'm gonna attack you. Okay, you, you just yeah. you just dodge. And then I, I I I man, I kid you not. The person that reviewed this wrote a circle mm-hmm. and seen one of them take a lunch break on the set. <laughs> and then all and That's then all hilarious. of a sudden it's like after that, each of them take their turns like showing their weapons. Yeah. And then shooting, I guess, lucky charm like symbols at the person. <laughs> And then like uh, <laughs> this is this sounds awful. And then it was like then they they all transform into this shining knight uh-huh. that just I guess clobbers you a couple of times and then you lose and then it's like all right y'all we did it. I'm like did what? Yeah. <laughs> like, is it like a is it like a train wreck? Like I I, I you know he's telling Man, me how bad is it is, but I need 40, to look at it, it just to see how bad it is. 40 episodes worth of train wrecks. Is it bad that I want to watch it more yeah. now? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, give go us ahead. the name again. You have to give the people a warning. What, what's Man, the name of it again? Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Wow. Beverly Hills. You, you've had your warning. Your warning, warning label is Beverly now slapped on this Hills. show. <laughs> how about you, Brian? No sense. Oh, Lord. The the worst in my book had to have been a TV show called Kicking It. Kicking It? <laughs> it was literally what? called... No, no, it gets worse than that. It was called Kicking It. Kicking It. And the dojo was called Bobby Wasabi Martial Arts Academy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Directing your pizza to, to Daddy, Daddy Green's Pizza. Wow. wow. Yeah, right. you, you couldn't get any worse than that. With it's the show called Kicking It, and uh-huh. then you have Bobby Wasabi. Bobby Wasabi. Wasabi. Oh my god. And the whole thing, I don't know. And the whole thing, it's very like Disney cheese too, because it's like. The whole thing set around Bobby Wasabi's martial arts dojo is going under, but then this one guy comes around and, and meets the new crew and turns it around and all that garbage. Sounds like Cobra Kai. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. An extremely worse version. See, it, when you Straight say kicking like it, I, I, I see like kids standing yeah. around a street in the 90s 
wearing the Hanging. gear, the oh, up-to-date yeah. gear, and just re- literally kicking it, yeah, just chilling. And yeah. How about you, Jim? So back in the 80s. Oh, yeah, story time. <laughs> Disney was not the hit machine, the guaranteed hit machine it yeah. is today. They were very hit or miss. And uh, they did a one-time special called The Last Electric Night, which spun off into a TV series called Sidekicks. <laughs> oh, well, I remember the movie. Yeah, I remember I don't the movie. Remember the show. So, and it's really bad. It, it was a, it's just a absolutely horrible show, which I, I really hated because I really enjoyed the star, which was Ernie Rise Jr. If you don't recognize, I remember him, you remember Ernie him. Rise, he yeah. was the Oriental kid, short Oriental kid with the bowl cut. Uh, probably most popular known as the Prince, as Prince Tarn on. Um, from Red, Red Sony, Sony. And, and he was in uh, Surf Ninjas. He was in Surf Ninjas. He was in The Last Dragon as Ty, as a karate student. Um, he was in. Uh, he was a stunt double for Donatello in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. He played Kino in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two. Mm. Uh, he was in uh, the Surf Ninjas, like you said. Um, he was in Rush Hour Two, Zing. Oh yeah. Uh, he was in the Rundown. He played. Um, uh, yeah, man, he that's was, right. He was the yeah. leader of the gang yeah, who, was right. the, who was the first one to fight the rock and beat yeah, the crap right. out of him. You know, side, um, note, side note, did you know his father, Senior, mm-hmm. has a uh, dojo in Memphis? No. In Tennessee? No. Yeah. I, didn't know. I didn't know that. Ernie Ray really? Senior, yeah, has a dojo. He, I mean, obviously, I mean, he's not around anymore, but his, he had like 32 dojos open up, and there was one in Memphis that's still around. I'm going to have to look today. that up. That's amazing. But I mean, you know, it still goes on, dude. He was the uh, cemetery warrior in uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, the guy that had the skeleton face. That oh, yeah, that's right. right. Okay. He was that guy. He was, he was that warrior that fought wow. Indiana Jones. Because Indiana Jones has a shovel and it whacks him and breaks that skeleton face <laughs> off of him. Um, I mean, it's been so long since I've watched that piece of crap. Well, that's so. one of the, that was the absolute worst. <laughs> so. Did, did, um, no, did, no one ever brought up the really cheese-tastic animation dog? No. Hong Kong, Hong Kong Fooey? Oh, Hong Kong Fooey? I love Hong Kong Fooey. <laughs> it's cheese-tastic. I, I, I love that show. I, I never um, <laughs> but, I mean, I, I really loved Ernie Rise Jr. I really yeah, loved I love watching him. He was on all the... He was on after-school specials oh. back in the 80s. Um, I mean, after The Last... Well, The Last Dragon got him into movies... Red Sonja made him popular. Yeah. And um, after that, he just be- blew up, and he was on TV all the time. Are you saying that but the sidekick show, show was horrible? was absolutely dreadful. Mm. It was awful. Was it like the movie? I saw the movie with Chuck no, Norris and it the was kid, worse. the guy who... It was worse than that. the Electric Night, the last Electric Night. It was Man. way worse. All right. Uh, is, there, uh, is there any kind of martial arts show you would like to see created? I got recreated, one. created or recreated. Okay, or it doesn't matter. Uh, like I have, I have one. Uh, I would like to see a weekly real life competition of all different martial arts in the world in a tournament style, kind of like blood sport mm-hmm. with more rules so people don't die. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but like weekly, like you know, you like see a no tournament. blade weapons, no blade <laughs> weapons, none of that. But you know, but it could be like set in like a like a sporting season. Mm-hmm. Like it could start in August 
And then weekly, it could work like weekly all the way up to like January, February. And you have many different, like anybody. So people can prove their styles like Russian snake oil fighting or Slapoera or whatever. <laughs> you know, you brought up like they could come down and prove they could make an arena. Yeah. Like one arena. Like uh, the uh, the Rock has a show called now, uh, coming in January called The Titan Games. Titan, yeah. yeah. And he, uh, I, I think it was it NBC or somebody, mm. they had an arena created for this. Yes. This is what made me think of it. I was like, that's genius. Make an arena. Two you know, men enter, mm-hmm. one man leave. Exactly. You can put them in a cage. I don't care. But you can put put two the two guys in. There's no tie. Because it's tournament style. Yeah. There can be no tie. It has to be a win. It could be a count or whatever. So there's never a tie. And it has to be weekly. And it could be, I don't you could pick one day out of the week. And you could have like 10 fights uh, uh, per the week. And then as you're, as the weeks go on, you, you could have little breaks, like your holiday breaks or whatever. And then when you come back. And then when the season, towards the end of the season, you have your final four yeah. or whatever, and then the champion gets the the belts or crown or whatever you want to give them, yeah. you know, a million dollars. I think, to me, that way you could be, you can introduce new mm-hmm, fighting mm-hmm. styles you've never heard of, yep. or you can actually prove that Muay Thai's the best, Kung Fu's the best, Karate's the best, Absolutely. or whatever. Uh, I would love to see that. It will never happen because it would take so much to sanction a, stuff. Like well, that, it, yeah, it would be that would be a lot take, of effort. It's definitely gonna take years to sanction something like that. Yeah. yeah. So how about y'all? Y'all have a yeah. I would like to see, and this is the one of the, my favorite top three movies. But I'll get into that. Yeah. I want to see a TV show of Kickboxer. Yeah. <laughs> the actual, the actual yeah. movie. I mean, they could actually have that to where, just like the movie, he avenges his brother's parent, you know, where he got hurt. Yeah. Each episode is him learning under that teacher and everything. I, I'd really love to see a TV show of Kickboxer today. Not that crappy movie we watched. Yeah, that was, and you know, they Wait, made but two. Teased, yeah, I know. Yeah, that was horrible. That was but I, I, I want to see a TV show. I don't care what network you put it on of a Kickboxer they bring it to the TV I show. I can dig that. I can get into that because you, cool you can yeah. go you can go many different yeah. and you don't have to keep a main character. Nope. You can keep you can keep going with keep different going. Yep. areas. How about you, Jim? So, in the 80s, um, there was a very popular miniseries on called Shogun. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I don't know if you know, do y'all know the story behind Shogun? I know behind the show or the meaning behind the sto- Shogun? The story that it's based mm-hmm. on, the real life story it's based on. I know bits and pieces. I don't know the whole. Okay, so um, it's based on uh, the story of the English navigator, William Adams. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, he was part of a, he was part of the Dutch East India Company. Okay. And he, they, they set out on a five ship expedition uh, to reach Japan. Uh, five ships and English uh, William Adams was one of only a handful of the mm-hmm. people who survived the trip okay uh, they actually reached the shores uh, of Japan but they were washed ashore by a storm which pretty much decimated their ships okay um, so only a handful of people survived um, the uh, the uh, like two of this I think it was uh, two or three of the survivors were allowed to go back to where they came from mm-hmm. and were take escorted by the Japanese. Um, and they, what the whole point was, they wanted them to help establish a trade mm-hmm. between the countries. But they kept um, Adams and his assistant, uh, Jan Justin. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, they kept them prisoner. They, mm-hmm. they they kept them prisoners of war for quite a while. Yeah. But eventually, um, they gained Adams and Justin gained their respect, and um, they eventually started uh, convincing them to train them in their ways. Yeah. Well, that's pretty. And neat. those two people became the first ever Western samurai. Oh, okay. So non the first ever two non-Japanese samurai, which has, there is only in history, throughout reality, mm-hmm. there has only been a very small handful of people that have accomplished. That's that. awesome. And that. so I, I think, and it was it was a very it was very good for eighties style production yeah. and acting. Um, but today, with the knowledge that we have, mm-hmm. the more knowledge that we have about this scenario and of these people. Um, in today's technology, yeah. I think they could make that a superior television show. I I agree. And the yeah, writers can, that we have today, man, they could make that last for years yeah, too. Yeah, I can, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm already interested. Yeah. I want to <laughs> I want to watch the '80s show right now because I've never watched it. Uh, how about you, Brian? I would like to see that. I would have. I don't know about a recreation, but I don't, I would have liked to see them uh, continue with the com- the Mortal Kombat series because it was really well done. You know it, the thing is, is you know it's hard to get like uh, production labels is. to get behind stuff. It's like true, that. very, mm-hmm. very true. That's but it, I think it would have been pretty awesome. And plus, there. Mortal Kombat does not have the cachet that it once did. Yeah, then, so. like when it came out, it was the oh, it was rage, the thing. man. It was the especially thing. when you had the blood code. Yes, you know, like stuff like that. I remember, you know, when that game was out, or when it first came out, and I heard a rumor about the blood code. Oh yeah, and it took me like weeks yeah. for someone to spill yep. it. Like, I remember asking people, they were like, you don't know? Well, I'm not going to tell you. You mother. Dude, we bought the yeah. magazines. Kamari and I were, uh, we had subscriptions to the gaming magazines. Mm-hmm. So we had all that ready the day it landed, dude. We knew all that stuff. Do you remember the code? Oh, not right now. No. More Was it? It's A-B-A-C-A-B-B, right? Yeah. I think, I, yeah. yeah. I didn't really too much right. care for the blood code because it was just violent as it is. Well, yeah. The moment I but played But it Scorpion, made it so much funner. I mean, it made it interesting. I was like, it made it different. I was like, so is this dude undead? Or, I mean, because it's just <laughs> spitting out these... He's like, these so, bars pl- and watch you played, explode. After you've played the game like ten thousand times, yeah, it made it different. You know, it made it so we could keep playing the yeah. game. So when you like knocked I... them down off the bridge and they fell in the spikes, you didn't have the blood pumping out. Oh, or... I didn't care. You didn't care. I didn't even care. I See, just seen just it more dramatic. Yeah, so just seeing just yeah. seeing that alone was like wow. They they went there. <laughs> okay, especially on number two. Yeah. It, number two, I couldn't even get past. I was good until I got to Kentaro. Then, yeah. then, then my world changed. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was like a. I think did you, did any of y'all fight? No, I think that was on the second one. Or no, it was on the first one where uh, there was a. Uh, there was a certain conditions that had to be met for you to fight reptile in the first game. I don't know, man. Yeah, because it was like... Reptile, uh, at the first one, Reptile was a hidden character. Yeah, he yeah. was a hidden character where he just basically had Sub-Zero and Scorpion's yes. techniques. Yeah. Yes. So he was just broken. Like, just also, a different color So you was, So you just thought you hood, huh? <laughs> so I was like, okay. So they basically did a fusion dance, and he goes red, yellow yeah. plus blue equals green. And then he just... And it was interesting as over the years, he just became his own character. Yeah. Which was which was pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, because he was in the movie, right? The, but he what he didn't look like. Yeah, like I think uh, like the the character that followed Liu Kang around, 
uh, on the spit yeah, acid. on the movie he was. Yeah, I don't know about like uh, I don't think he was in Mortal Kombat Legacy, was he? But he was in a tr- he was in a trailer. Yeah, that never I guess that never just, just never really out. came out, which I wish they did, but never really came out. So, do you have like a martial arts show you would like to see cre- be created or recreated? Actually, what you had brought up was pretty much the thing that I would like to see happen. Because it would, like you said, it would show Muay Thai. Yeah. Might, it might show someone doing Drunken Master. Man, really. I love Drunken Master. I you think Jackie Chan does Drunken Master really well. Like, uh, did you see Forbidden Kingdom with I him and Jet Li? Mm-hmm. Like, that was pretty much the That style was the dream he, fight I wanted to see. Yeah. Like, it made a lot of dreams come true with that movie coming <laughs> out, man. I totally it's a, agree. Someone with so much aggression versus the other one who was passive, like, oh, no, I don't want no trouble. No, <laughs> no trouble. <laughs> All right, so let, let's move to movies. So we're gonna do this one. We're gonna do this one one at a time. So we're gonna do top three movies, but we're gonna do them one at a time. Because if we say them all, then chances are we might, you know, end up saying some of the same movies. Yeah. But we're gonna start with you, Brian. We're gonna do one, and then we're gonna go around, and then we're gonna get to three. And then if there's honorable mentions, because I'm gonna tell you, I have. 37. Oh, good job. <laughs> Favorite. I didn't realize how obsessed I was with Marshall. You are Arts. obsessed. I've got like seven. <laughs> I, I have a lot. Well, I've got four, but my first one is basically one through three. <laughs> yeah, it's like my first one is this, one through three. <laughs> so, so, but do you have three? I mean, you could do series. I have, series doesn't well, matter. Well, technically, if you counted them, it'd be six. Well, you could do the series. The okay. Seri- I mean, if it's the same series. It is. It, doesn't it is. Yeah. So, so number one, number one is Ungbok one through three. Yeah, I I, I love Ungbok the entire series. Tony Jaw to yes. me is one of the greatest Dang, fighters. It made, no, it made on, no sense. He was actually a gymnastic. Gymnast? Yeah, and it, yeah. and he retired for a few years to become a Muay Thai monk. Yes, and then he came out of and that, just, and now he's, he's back full force. <laughs> and it just made it more awesome. Yeah. So, All right. No, no yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, no. yeah. Go go ahead, Jim. You're number one. Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. Ah, Kung Pao. I, I knew, knew it. If anybody here was going to say Kung Pao, it's going to be Jim. One moment, please. But that's such a... It's, ah, Betty. Not, <laughs> not only is that a hilarious movie, but it's hilarious as to what that writer-director did. He yes. actually acquired the rights... To Savage Killers, the yeah. 1976 Hong Kong movie, he acquired the rights to that movie, yeah, and made them and snipped it up and made a different movie, yeah, with himself in it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just great. <laughs> uh, I'm my number one. It's it's based on the star, not really the movie. Is the Mechanic Resurrection with Jason Statham. I this movie, man. I'm okay. Jason Statham is one of my favorite martial artists, anyway. Because uh, I just love his acting and his and the the attitude he brings to his martial arts in his movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that man, if you haven't seen either one of the mechanics, I that's what you need to do tonight is watch the mechanics. Yeah, okay. because that character, I love how what he does in that movie, like his, his whole being. Is anybody here? Has anybody here not seen the mechanic? You haven't seen it. Y'all oh, would yeah. love it They're because great. why they call I'm not even, I can't even say anything about mm-hmm. it because I'll ruin the movie. Okay. But That's why cool. they call him the mechanic? It has nothing to do with cars. Okay. I will say that much. But why they call him the mechanic? It <laughs> makes the movie. Oh, he okay. puts yeah. He makes you put in that work. He oh, <laughs> put the the storyline behind his character. Now I will say this: 
Resurrection Part Two is way better than the first, but mm-hmm. the first but you got to watch does, the first. One you have to, yeah, you have to get it. But the first one is really good. But Resurrection is amazing. Mm-hmm. So Ryan, what's your what's your one? We're gonna do top three, so they don't have to be right. like their favorite. But Showdown in Little Tokyo. Nice. Oh, I that has uh, Brandon Lee and Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. I wow. man, people can say that's cheesy. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I can watch it anytime it's on. You you ready to be upset? I've never seen really. That movie. Yeah. I mean, I get, I mean that's the thing. Like whenever it came out, and I'll get to that later. But yeah, I I just. It was great. I love the cover. <laughs> yeah. Like you have the... the, what co- was the Dolph Lundgren doing yeah, that. Well, yeah. And then you have the other guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just... I love the whole concept of just how the movie was. That's awesome. How about you, Mac? Number one. And it's, it's too many to name. Well, I have like 37. So <laughs> you don't have to... Like, we're going to do top three. And then if we have some that we haven't named, we'll go back and do some honorable I'm gonna just I'm going to just start just naming a bunch of old school ones. Uh, I think Mystery of Chess Boxing was my number one. Mystery of Chess... Chess See, like he's into those... Those like those Old school, you know, that... Like, uh, you know, never... Almost like B-rated, but not. Mm -hmm. But, you know, stuff that wasn't mainstream. Like, non-mainstream kung fu movies. So, what was was it was It was brought to my attention, basically, because I was listening to Wu-Tang Clan. And then there would be, like, some fighting scenes that I would hear. Yeah. And then I needed to know where they got that from. And that, that one was one of them. And it you, was based, what was it again, though? Uh, Mystery of Chess Boxing. Mystery of Chess Boxing, okay. And it was like uh, you just had this one guy who would just walk around, and then, like, I guess he was very dangerous, apparently, to his country. Mm-hmm. So, like, the moment he threw that medallion down, he was like, hey, uh, see may we. Yeah, your time has come. Like, every time <laughs> he threw it down, that means you're about to die. Oh, okay. And, like, he did that to, like, I guess a few people that he wanted to get revenge on. Yeah. And yeah, it was like always wore different uh, Chinese gear and everything. Okay, I wrote. I made like, a note of it. I'm gonna look man, it up. And it was just ridiculous. I think one person he got, he know he killed him. Didn't look back, but just had his hands behind his back and yeah. just started laughing. Uh-huh. I was like, I got to see that again. <laughs> I'm like, because that great. was just so cold. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, number two, Brian. <laughs> Number two, only the strong. Only the strong. Is this is this the banana way? Yes, that's my capoeira. Banana way, banana way, banana. I actually like that. It, but I it's remember, like, yeah. But it's like you just had these people in the back that's just clapping like the yes. cheerleaders. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you had the other one that's like, hey, yeah, yeah. I had the the villain who had the pony long ponytail, and he was always dressed nice. Yeah. Like, how can you do that style of fighting in those yeah. clothes? I guess it didn't work for three ninjas, so I'm gonna yeah, just no. try. It. <laughs> I, I love it too. Every company, I am the real maestro. <laughs> That's you want to mess with me? <laughs> like, what are you and saying? And then he ends up like killing oh, the other yeah. dude almost, yeah. and then He's of like, course a, he comes back. But, but okay. man, like, are that, you, a, you a drug dealer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you about the cocaine stuff? Okay, yeah. Hey, I don't want to do that. I don't want to mess with your people. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to train oh, my Lord. people. No, not so, doing it. So number two, Jim, I gotta drop it. Mm. Best of the best. Best of the best. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. No! None of the rest. <laughs> None of the rest? One. Uh, okay, I never saw three One. moves against Nazis. 
I never saw that one. I but I did like one. two. One. I didn't like two. You just didn't one. like two. You didn't one. like Barakas? Just one. No. No. See, and to me, <laughs> no. See, no. But best of the best two was trying to grasp the the tournament style stuff like Bloodsport, the quest yes. stuff like that. Yeah. You know, because that's what was popular is the you know earn yes. your way up to the yeah. best. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love one. One is a classic. I that, love you know, that movie. Uh, my number two is. Equilibrium with oh, Christian Bale. That's on my list because of that last fight scene where he cuts that dude's face off. Oh, dude. Well, see, mine is his first. That was cold. I remember that. Mine is his first where he lands in the middle of six guys and then he yes. turns his guns. He turns his guns around and the spikes come out and he is just beating their faces in and stuff well, it's, like that. It was kind of like um it was kind of like martial arts with guns. Yes, and they have yeah, a gun, name for it. I wish I wrote the mm-hmm. name. Gunkata. Gunkata. Thank gun-cata. you. Yeah. Like uh I, the way they and then the way they showed at the beginning where they had the certain yeah. 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 And the whole clockwork. Yeah. Cuz uh even Dante from Devil May Cry did that for I guess one of his uh think it was a shooter yeah it was one of his fighting styles because you had like sword slinger shooter yeah. trickster and royal guard and gun gun shooter was like him literally doing that equilibrium stuff oh man that's yeah. awesome and it's like you can just control it and you just literally just see him doing stuff like clockwork but it's like in the shape of a cross oh that's cool <laughs> christian that's christian bale just, was just ba yeah man, man. how about you ryan number two okay i gotta drop it kickboxer Kickboxer, I yeah, love yeah. Kickboxer. Yeah, John Claude. That was the first movie I ever saw him in. Even did you before, watch the other six, or did you just watch the one the first? Yeah, and I'll, or I, I know I saw one, the one with the the step. step yeah, by and step. I'll, I'll, I'll be, <laughs> I can't remember his name. <laughs> uh, what is that? Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, I'll be bringing that up later. He but, looked like a surfboard guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah a I mean, surfboard guy. Uh, bro. Yeah. I, I love bro. Tong Po to me was like the most baddest dude in the 80s oh yeah, yeah dude that's a dude right there that if you were going down an alley you yeah. would just give him your house yes but yeah <laughs> i would have curled up in the fetal yeah. position but you know i saw kickboxer before i ever saw Bloodsport. really yeah kickboxer was the first movie i was ever introduced to jean claude van damme so Bloodsport oh. was mine see Bloodsport i mean that was a lot of people's but yeah actually kick- no retreat no surrender was my oh, first van yes. damme movie yes. yes but yeah kickboxer is my i number actually two. saw Bloodsport, and then i went back and watched no retreat no surrender. really yeah okay. how about you mac number two Consort the newts. <laughs> it ain't even on my list, but now that it's been, now that I think about it, bloody fist. Bloody fist. That was another old school one because it was just a Chinese fugitive. Uh huh. And then like the Japanese was trying to take over the country and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, somehow he never really wanted to to take it serious until mm-hmm. he brought out that comb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just pull his hair back real quick and then like the moment he breaks it you just see the change in music and his eyes gets big and then it's like he just starts fighting Uh that was one of my favorite moments in old school martial arts films was when they did that that dramatic change in music and then the close up and the backup and the close up and the backup those were so funny I love that (laughs) <laughs> and you look, and it just looks at their face, and they change their facial expressions. I'm meaner than you. I'm meaner than you. <laughs> and I think it was one movie where it's like they literally zoomed up, but I think the camera zoomed way too far. Oh, dude, they made so many c- cinematographic mistakes in those movies, <laughs> but they had such a low budget that they just had to roll yeah. with it. They're like, let's just have fun with it. We yes. don't care. Ain't yeah. nobody gonna listen. Yeah, we're just going to watch the fight scene anyway. So. No one's gonna watch it. We don't care. <laughs> Number three. 
Number three, The Last Dragon. You are the last dragon. Shona. Don't care. Loved it. Oh, I love that movie. Shona was true. Like, uh, Shogun of Harlem. Shogun of Harlem. Kiss my converse. Doesn't <laughs> that remind you of Booker T? Yeah. yeah. yeah Every bit. time yeah. I look at him, Have I was like, oh, God, that's Booker that T. guy in any other movie other no. than No, that was it. Oh, that was it. Had to show off somehow. <laughs> Had that tiger fist on him the whole oh, time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He said, I'm going to grab these shoes. Come on, Cooley. <laughs> Come on, Cooley. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Jim. Uh, the two movie series and for the writing and directing and just the story, Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2. Mm, yeah, man. I love Quentin yeah. Tarantino. Love Quentin Well, he wasn't... He, he loved... should not be touching Star Trek. Just want to say that. But anyway, go ahead. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it, but the only thing is, is he might take it to a dark, rated R place, and I'm not okay with that. No, 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 no. But storyline, I think he could do something with it. Quentin Tarantino's doing Star Trek? Yes. yes. I thought he wanted yeah. to get away from movies that was like... Mainstream Yeah, because it's like he basically just wanted to make movies They just that signed him on like, to do a Star Trek but series. But they gave him full control full over it. Creative that is why. control. <laughs> we boldly went. Now let's come back and show yeah. you how we did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Genius! Genius! <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, I'm gonna my my number three. I, y'all probably never watched because I, Undisputed Three. I never watched any of them. I watched I them all. I did not like one or two. Was good. I watched them all. But three to me had the most shown martial arts because you had that you had Scott Atkins who's one of my favorite martial artists today mm-hmm. uh, who uh, played boy who, who plays Boyka yeah and um, you had the boxer I don't you know he, he the the black guy who's the I boxer in the movie Iceberg yeah I, I don't know but they become like they hate each other and mm-hmm. then they you know become friends and then you have the guy who's the main who, who's always sitting down watching the fighters. He was in that movie, The Redeemer. Uh, and he is like one of the greatest martial arts fighters like on planet Earth. And he's like the most underrated guy. Uh, but uh, Scott Atkins, man, the stuff he does in his choreography is beyond belief. Like, it's almost like he has springs in his knees instead of kneecaps because he'll land on one leg and then jump around on the same leg and then do a roundhouse and six other moves before he lands back on his feet. And it's insane. And he does all his own choreography. Uh, and then he shows it in this movie. And the storyline in, in that movie, you know, with Undisputed, they use uh, prisoners mm-hmm. to, you know, bet on, you know, in fighting. And, you know, with all the characters, and then you had the boxer, you had Boyaka, who I don't know what style he uses in that movie. You had the guy from The Redeemer. I think it's pretty much just similar to kickboxing. Yeah, because he does a lot. Yeah, he does a lot of kicking. But the the only difference is is how fast he is. Yeah. That's the only difference. He's very very agile and, uh, and very, yeah, he's just very agile. Well, you know, with, but the rest his, of the guys, uh, you you had uh, a couple other guys. Like you have that one guy who's in a lot of Tony Jaws movies who does that uh, 
Brazilian street that Capoeira? Yeah, Capoeira. Mm. Uh, you have uh, that one guy who did Capoeira in there that fought Scott Atkins in there and almost beat him. Um, and but it show in that one movie, undisputed that one undisputed movie, it showed a lot of different martial arts styles, and I loved, I loved it. Because uh, in the first one, you just had Wesley Snipes versus what's his name is a boxing match. Okay, was, yeah. Okay, and, that and, was the one. It was like it was mostly like a pattern because whoever loses was going to wind up being in the second in one the to second redeem one, yeah. himself, and whoever loses on that one was the third one. Yeah, because it was really Wesley Snipes versus um that that one Ving guy. Rames? Yeah, yeah, Ving, Ving Rames. Rames. And then in the second one, uh, he was he was replaced by Michael J. Michael White. J. White, but it was his character, right? And then he fought Boyaka, and Boyaka lost to him. And then in part three, it was Boyaka's turn to redeem himself. Which I don't know who he fought because he was, well, he fought that one guy from Redeemer. Like uh, he fought like because they went to a different country this time. Yeah, I think it was in Russia. I believe. Yeah, in Russia. Yeah, and uh, they brought that one guy. I can't remember his name. I know the movie is called Redeemer because it was his first lead role. Redeemer. But he was like. He's like six foot seven and doing the stuff that he's doing. It's crazy. Ooh. So part, number three, Ryan. I'm going rapid fire with Brandon Lee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I never saw that. I love so you're a big Brandon Lee fan. Crow, well, dude. you know Crow, yeah. Crow. Yep. Yeah. I'm going rapid fire, man. I, I just I like the whole like where he witnessed a murder and then he mm. has to I really believe Brandon Lee could have could have been something special. Oh, I do too. oh yeah. I mean, I don't. I think he was. We were just getting a taste yeah. of what he could do. I think he could have been something really good. Yeah, if, I like, he, if he was given the chance. It was cheesy the movie, but I still loved it because you know, fighting off drug lords and yeah. just <laughs> using his dad's style mm-hmm. of you know, I, I I like Brandon Lee in that movie. I loved. Do you think he was killed or was it an accident? Uh, I'll go into conspiracy. On it's, that one. it's conspiracy. I think. I, I think, think he somebody, was killed. I think somebody planted it. Hmm. About you, Mac number three. It band series, yeah, yeah man. man. Uh, Donnie Yen is another one of my favorites. Donnie Yen's a beast. He is that whole Wing Chun stuff that he was pulling. Yeah, that made no sense. Yeah, because <laughs> he was just trip walking on that one one dude on the first one. <laughs> that one dude, man, it, it, it was ridiculous because that one dude on the first one thought he was the truth. Yeah, uh-huh. went to all them dojos in town. Yeah, and was just beating them single handedly. He's like, man. I know I'm the truth. I'm gonna just open my own dojo, yeah. and then you see that one bar saying it's like, "Oh, y'all ain't the truth because y'all ain't y'all ain't fought it man yet." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, for real? Where he live at?" Yeah, and he just started rolling with his crew, like he just ran stuff, and then he just his wife was like, "Look, if you don't take it seriously, all our stuff in the house is just gonna get broken." Yeah, and you don't want none of my rap, so just <laughs> finish this fight. And well, you know, in that, and, and I love in the first it man how. They tried to stick with uh, what was going on because it was right around World War One, and Japan was trying to take over parts of China, and that's mm-hmm. why Ip Man and them had to leave their home and stuff. You know, because he was like the well-known rich man of that. You know, his uh, I don't know what they called it, but their like their county or mm-hmm. you know whatever the Chinese call it. But uh, um, and then you know when the Japan came in and was taking over certain areas and he had to leave his home and then he, he, he only had his name with him and then that guy was trying to find Ip Man but challenging certain dojos with the best fighters and then finds Ip Man and it ends up being you know the main fight. Question Ip Man in real life was the guy that trained Bruce Lee correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, but at a really late age. 
Like he didn't get like he uh, went by the time Bruce Lee met Ip Man. Ip Man was in America, I think. Or was he in China? I don't know. I think he was in China because like they even showed Bruce Lee as a kid just doing this famous nose. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. When he met Ip Man, he was in China. And then, uh, you know, Bruce Lee growing up always thought he was better. And then, you know, there was that stint where he took on the dancing championships Mm -hmm. and he became like a like a medalist in dancing. And uh, and then he incorporated dancing into the kung fu that he was learning, mm-hmm. and then he lost all his discipline. And then that's when he came back to Ip Man, gotcha. and Ip Man taught him, retaught him the disciplines. And okay. then that's when, uh, right around that time when he was relearning the, the disciplines, that's when Bruce Lee was getting into more movies and stuff. So, yeah, so I, you know, Ip Man was a big part. But if you look like at Ip Man's like students when he finally made it oh you know like he was around 70 years old uh when you look at some of the students and like even chuck norris took time to learn under it man before it man died just certain disciplines and stuff yeah man like he when when it got when word got out of who bruce lee started under and Mm. why he ended up going back to it man it wasn't just because of his wing chung it was because of the disciplines that they learned to stick with certain styles and stuff like that. So, and it was uh, right around when Chuck Norris was in that movie with Bruce Lee is okay. when he cool. went to it, man. Okay. So, so did anybody? I have a, a lot of. I'm not going to name them all. I've but got a. Couple, I got a few honorable. I've mentions. got a couple of honorable mentions. One of them was uh, Hero. Yes. Oh, I like Hero. Oh, it's yeah. the I only love. subtitle film that I will watch. That scene where they're on the buildings fighting the arrows. Yes. That's all they're doing is oh, just, just fighting the fight. arrows. It looked like they were shot. just like blocking all those black chopsticks. Like, where yes. did the chopsticks come from? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh. But in but inside the building, the people are still doing their calligraphy mm-hmm. yep. and they're dying at their desks while they're trying to block as many arrows as possible. I was like, this is amazing. I don't. But my yeah. other honorable mention, you may have to think about it for a second, The Matrix. Ah, uh, yeah. Because of the martial arts they learn in The Matrix, or they have plugged into their brain. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when uh, Lawrence Fishburne first... They do that first training that simulation, training. but at the very end of the first one, mm-hmm. when he does that final battle and he becomes, he starts to become yeah. the VA he's going to be, and he... Starts blocking my, them all. Yeah, with my, yeah, yeah. my favorite part is when they plug in Kung Fu into his brain and he opens his eyes and he's like, I know Kung Fu. And then Lawrence Fishburne is like, show me. Yes. And then they go to the dojo yeah. and I'm like, oh, it gives me goosebumps right now. <laughs> I love that series. Yeah. That series is fantastic. Uh, you had an honorable mention, Brian? Uh, Warrior. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the UFC yes. movie? Yeah, man. Like, that's so good. Love that movie. So good. What what uh, what do you love about that movie? Well, I mean, the well the mixed martial arts mainly, the the different styles, but of course it had um the, the man whose name I'm blanking on, someone will say it here in a second, so I'm not Tom Hardy. Oh, there you go. Thank yeah. you. Uh, but yes, watching him do mixed martial arts was freaking amazing. Well, I love the storyline. The storyline is the fact incredible. that they're two brothers yes. and then they keep it mm-hmm. until the end. Then yeah. you don't even know. Yep. And the fact that Tom Hardy got on the card easily just by defeating that one Jim's number one fighter. Yeah. And then the other guy got in by the skin of his teeth only mm-hmm. because their fighter 
ended up with a knee injury. Yep. And he had to like pretty much beg his way in there. Uh, and he was like the underdog who shouldn't have made it past fight that, one. If there was ever a get hype movie, yeah. that is a get hype movie. Pretty much because I think like it kind of hit home on that one person. Like, man, if you don't win this fight, mm-hmm. you, you're going to lose your home. You're going to lose your home. Yeah. And he had to fight against Kurt Angle. Yes. Who was a Russian. And let me tell you, I'm not a big Kurt Angle fan, but he did amazing in that movie. Yeah, he did. He did really good. Like, he, did, he didn't have to have a whole lot of talking parts, but some of the stuff he had to do as a MMA fighter, I was really impressed. Wait a minute. Wouldn't Tom Hardy AWOL? Yeah, yeah, he was a military. Marine. Yeah. Okay. Military. Okay. He yeah. went AWOL because his friend died in, uh, 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 what's it called? Where you're shot by your own people? Friendly fire. Yeah, yeah. There was friendly fire, and it killed his whole platoon and his friend, and not him. And then he found his way out of the country and came back to America. And they find that out at the end, you know, before the main fight, and you know, yeah, because that one guy. Oh no. Uh, well, yeah, because on his way out of the country, he saved a tank full of guys uh, that I think were trapped, he ripped out a, a tank like door a door, or something. Yeah. 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 And they got and there was video of it or something. Yeah, and then that guy thanked him, and then because he sent that video out thanking him, they found out that he was a marine. And then the marines come and get him. They let him fight that one flat that last fight, which yeah. I don't think would that real really no. happen in real life. No, but, no. Uh, but they pulled, let him fight that fight. They'd have pulled you out of the locker room. Hey, Uncle Sam, you think he can just? Yeah. You know, let let my boy get this one last just push. One last <laughs> push. And then he loses. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for him, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a I have a few honorable mentions. One is Blade. All the Blades. I yeah. think Wesley Snipes is another underrated martial artist. Uh, and you know he, man, he took the time to learn everything he knew uh, during his like the height, like during the nineties. Uh, you know, with Passenger Fifty Seven and on, as he he was like learning all different kinds of martial arts for his movies. Um, the Ip Man series was one of mine. Uh, the Big Trouble in Little China. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I didn't want to put too many comedies on my list because I've got a. There's a lot of comedies out there. You got Kung Fu Hustle. Kung Fu Hustle. Oh yeah, that's so funny. Uh, I I have two more. Well, I have three more. Under Siege because I, oh, I think yeah. I, I'm a big. I, I'm not a big Steven Seagal fan, but I love the Under Siege movies. And I love his the knife style fighting that he does in those movies. Yeah, uh, Ninja Assassin. Where have y'all seen this movie? Yeah. Where uh, chain knife? The, well, yeah, yeah. Like, well, this one guy uh, is trying to save this girl that they're trying to assassinate because he finds out that the place that he learned all his ninja stuff from is crooked, and they used uh, kidnapped children to grow their. Uh, their whatever I don't know their dojo or whatever. Is this the same movie where he got punished and he got his feet whipped? Yes. Okay, I know. Yeah, that and movie. he escapes eventually. That was, that was very gory. Gory blood. Yes. I think it, it it pretty much similar. Looks like Ninja Gaiden when you play it. Just yeah. Because yeah. of how much blood yeah. was in that. Movie. But you had that one guy and he defeats all those ninjas and everything. Uh, and one more is Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. <laughs> hey, hey, love him or hate him, that end part where he faces those six guys that's with a, swords. That's a fantastic movie, but I don't really consider that a martial art. I'm sorry. Movie. Hey, that, that end part where he fights those six guys by himself with the swords, 
I he that that made my list just because of that one scene. It's a great movie. I like that movie. Yeah, just because of that one scene that that made my list. Uh, who is your favorite? I, I I mean I have a bunch, but pick one. Before we before we start listing these off, I want to ask you if you guys knew this. John Cusack. <laughs> Here it's he already martial good. artist. It's already happened. Wow. He holds a level six black belt in Ukitakan kickboxing. I'd have to see it to believe it. Um, I'd have to see it to believe it. John he, uh, Cusack. Yes. Uh, he was um, he was filming uh, 1989's Say Anything, where he was uh, playing an act, playing a character uh-huh. that was an up and coming kickboxer. And so he decided he wanted to learn something about it, just like most method actors. Yeah, you know, John and John Cusack's a very good method actor. He yeah. really mm-hmm. gets into his roles, and yeah, he went and um, uh, was, the guy's name was Benny something, uh, Benny or Kikes or something like that. But he's the one that developed the Ukidukan kickboxing system, and he trained for him. Uh, for oh, he actually went to train for him uh, in 1989 for that film. But wound up training and staying with him for over twenty years and became a level six black belt in his system. That is interesting. That was that was the I found that in my research and I was like, I would have never no guessed and, that. And if there was one person I'd be comfortable getting in the ring with, would be John Cusack, the rom com king. Yes, because <laughs> I am not intimidated by John Cusack. No. See, that's the best part. He you're like, come in. he'll come in and you're like, I'm going to kill this guy. And then he would and he'd just me. come in and he would like, I, he would fold a piece of paper and throw yeah. it in my neck and my neck and would I'm going to kill this guy. He must love dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very serendipitous. Very right, serendipitous. Anyway, continue your favorite. Uh, yeah. Stars. Name one and then we'll do, we'll do uh, honorable mention. I mean, cause obviously I have a lot. Who is your number one, your favorite martial artist? Tony Jaa. Tony Jaa. Tony Jaa. I love I love Tony Jaw man because like he shows so much style in his fighting yes. like in Ongbok one where he's naming his yeah. his moves. But I like how his his moves his fighting style doesn't have to be pretty either. Mm-hmm. Like it's very raw and realistic. It's a lot of knees and elbows. Yes, <laughs> that's a lot of Pac Man stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, Jim. So. You guys all probably went traditional with this question. <laughs> Is it the guy from Kung Pao? <laughs> it's not a guy. Oh, oh, it's the dog. This is where we dive deep in the realm of Jim's world. Uh, this actor, I can't even say I love. I can go back and love any of their movies. Yeah. This actor was my first crush growing up, and she was all over my walls. Uh-huh. Cynthia Rothrock. I knew you were going to say that. Oh my god! I didn't even grow up with you, and I knew it. I was like, "Oh, he's going Cynthia Rothrock." Excuse me she for a was second. Uh, B-rate martial art films, sure was. straight to you know, video releases. I'm disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> I could not get into Cynthia Rothrock, man. Uh, now she was a great fighter. She uh, was a high in real life. She was a high level. Like yeah, she was, uh, yeah. what was artist. that movie she did with Chow Young Fat? Uh, um, that fat martial artist, kung fu artist. Uh, like she was really good. Like she was really good. But I, I couldn't get into her acting, and I couldn't get oh, into. Oh, trust her. me. I mean, I was not. You know, I watched her movies for mm-hmm. 
different reasons. <laughs> I was not into. I, I, I believe you. I was not into uh, the acting skills. Y- you know what was it? Swapping? What was it? Swacking? Swacking? Swack? 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 Jim's new creation. Swack? Food? Swack? Food? There's Cynthia. Swack? 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 <laughs> or did it transfer to flat flat? flat? <laughs> uh, man, mine was hard. It came down to either Statham or Scott Atkins, but I'm gonna have to go with Scott. I, I'm Atkins. gonna interrupt the podcast. This was the poster that was on my wall. Oh, I oh oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Yes. was it really for the oh, martial this, arts though? This was the poster on my wall. Um, this was one of the twenty posters on my wall growing up. <laughs> That's those one of those posters right flat, before flat, he flat, leaves. Flat, he goes, flat, yeah, yeah. yeah. He has got love it, mm. <laughs> <laughs> love it, honor it, love it, honor it, slap it, uh, respect it, slap it, respect or, or, it, or, or or swack it, respect swack it. it. Uh, <laughs> swack, I'm swack I'm gonna go with Scott Atkins because I mean he hasn't done as many movies as St- John uh, as Statham, Jason Statham, but man, to me Scott Atkins has one of the best styles on camera, even in Expendables two when Jason Statham and Scott Atkins had their fight scene. Uh, I was like, man, this is so unfair because, like, Scott Atkins to me is the better, you know, has the better style, but Jason Statham is just a BA all around, and you know, it that it made it hard for me to choose between those two, but I I would go with uh, Scott Atkins. Well, I'm glad you, you went with him because I'm going Statham. You're going Statham because Statham to me just is the epitome of just what I would want to be if I, <laughs> in if all I, aspects. Yeah, I mean, because he's just. Awesome. I mean, Expendables, Transporter, all those movies. Like, I I can watch any Statham movie. I don't care how cheesy, how bad, how good it is. Crank. Hey, man. Hey, you know those those are strange. They are some strange movies, but I yeah, Statham is my number one. How about you, Mac? I was Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen, number one. Yeah, because it's like after I seen uh, Iron Monkey and how he did them lightning kicks. Yeah, yeah, man. Those are, those Iron Monkey movies, and you know he he played the Iron Monkey in Forbidden Kingdom, uh, too. That was like his like he had two roles. He had the monk and he had the monkey, uh, the Monkey King. Uh, Brian, you said actually no, I was Jet Li. Was that yeah? You're right. You're right. Jet Li in Forbidden Kingdom played the mm-hmm. Iron Monkey. Yeah, you're right. You were saying you, you said who'd you Tony say Tony Jaw? You said Tony Jaw. Uh, did y'all have any uh, honorable mentions? Michael uh, J. White. Yeah, Jackie Michael J. J. White, man. I hate that he's not getting uh, more roles before he gets old. Because he had a movie called Blood, Blood and Bone. Bone. I was gonna say that, that one. That one prison movie. That one scene in prison. Yeah. Where he what's his name? Took that all a, the guys down. The, well, the you the guy that was a street fighter. Yeah. Kimbo Slice. Kimbo Slice. Kimbo Slice was in there. Yeah. yeah. I love how it was funny. He walks in. There's what was it? I seen a whole lot of swole people have been bent over before, <laughs> <laughs> and he just turns around and takes them all yeah. out. But he gets a lot of roles where he doesn't get to show off his martial arts, which I hate. Uh, because man, he is an amazing martial artist. But he he, he did have a talk with Kimbo Slice in like some offshoot video where mm-hmm. it's like you know predicting punches and stuff. Where it's oh, like, it's hilarious. Yeah. Where it's like you know you can just sit there and just like if you even see him just flinching the shoulder, you know yeah. the punch is coming. Yeah. But if you just uh, you know just a straight punch. a straight punch. Yeah. 
you won't even see it coming half the time. Ah, uh, yeah, man. Well, because the, well, the funniest thing is I've seen that video because the funniest thing of how he got Kimbo Slice's attention mm-hmm. when he was talking about the because you know boxers, yeah, most boxers you see a, that rare back punch, but a straightforward punch, and the way he got his attention because he thought. Kimbo thought the first punch was going to be a fast one. Yeah. But he literally just did a lazy, straightforward punch. He goes, watch. <laughs> and he's like, are you kidding me? And he's like, because you never see it coming. It's straightforward. Yeah. He goes, are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe there's no love for Billy Blanks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm going to give him something other than love later. <laughs> but uh, my honorable mention was Jackie Chan, though. Yeah, Jackie oh, Chan. Yeah. All them drunken, all them drunken master yeah, movies. Yeah, man, that was ridiculous. Legend. What was the what, wait? What was the one movie? Uh, oh, what was the one where he? It was like something in a. He was just a, a grocery worker in Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx. That's man. the first movie I seen yeah. him in. That was great, too. Well, you know, to be honest, like that was probably what made him mm-hmm. popular in America. Well, he was already popular in Chinese films that yeah. were coming to America. Like Super Cop? Came to America. Yeah, Super Cop. Well, like, well, Super Cop was after Rumble and Brox, I think. But, uh, but you know, like the Drunken Master series and stuff like that, those were big in China. And then, you know, were shown on Saturday mornings here in America. And you got, you knew, you, you, you kind of recognized yeah. Jackie Chan, but you know, Rumble in the Bronx was like his first like big uh, yeah. like American. But yeah, there was maybe. a thing about that movie though that that I think brought a lot of attention to it. At least uh, for a lot of people I knew, there was a time that as it was coming out, um, when it was being made, that was leaked about how the scenes in the middle, right there at the end where he's on that hovercraft yeah. and that part where he jumps off, he had already broken his foot in the previous scene where he jumped from balcony to balcony, but they made him a cast and then made him a a, a mold of his shoe that was fake. Yeah. And he put that over the cast and still did the rest of the movie. Yeah. And all of that came to, and they were like, whoa, really? He did his own stunts? And I think that really built the mm-hmm. movie up. I mean, that's when you got to know the uh, Jackie Chan choreography yes. crew, man, was in that movie. Because if you watch through the credits, you get to see a lot of his crew take over. Yeah. Um, Somebody I got to give love to. Yeah. Um, which um, I think he did a really good uh, job in portraying the samurai and um, like old school sword fighting and stuff like that was Sonny Chiba. Oh, Sonny Chiba. I actually Chiba. seen his documentary. He's yeah. a legend, man. Yeah, Sonny Chiba. He's pretty legend. good. You know, he was huge in Shaolin monk movies. Uh, you know, with you know his style and stuff. But yeah, Sha- Sonny Chiba, man, he was he was a legend. Definitely a legend. Um, any more honorable mentions? Nope. I you know I I really like uh, I really like Ronda Rousey in movies. I don't think she's the greatest actor, but I think her moves on screen are pretty killer. Like when you see, like I thought it was unrealistic in Fast and the Furious when her and Michelle Rodriguez <laughs> fought. Because I was like, Michelle Rod, are you kidding me? Like M- Michelle Rodriguez bringing street fighting into Ronda Rousey's world, and then Michelle Rodriguez comes on top. That was like the yeah. most unrealistic. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of unrealistic moments in Fast and oh, the Furious on, series. Yeah, Hollywood. When you put, when I saw, Vin when Diesel you saw Michelle Rodriguez come in, and then Ronda Rousey, and I'm like. 
in yeah. real life, this would have been decided before they even entered the room. But, like 10 seconds. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, Michelle. You, you, <laughs> you got one HP left. <laughs> I thought the Rock and Vin Diesel fight was too far-fetched. Yeah. Rock would have manhandled him. Oh, yeah. Oh, you see, when he, like, was holding, like, yeah. two big boy wrenches, like, we was in a yeah. video game or something. <laughs> like, these are my weapons. <laughs> uh, has choreography within movies changed? Uh you know, watching martial arts movies that's in, too yes. over the years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. way. I think, I, think it, I think it's becoming more Americanized. And when I was doing my research, um, I found an article uh, with an interview with Jackie Chan. And the interviewer asked Jackie Chan mm-hmm. um, that um, he said that it's my impression that um, that Hollywood is not producing more films involving real martial arts. It's yeah. becoming more downplayed and Americanized. And he asked uh, what he felt about that and why he felt the reason was. And he says that the real martial arts films, the films that Jackie Chan likes to film yeah. and like, likes to make, are too difficult. Um, yeah. He said that um, you have to have an actor that can really fight and um, he has to be able to use weapons. He has to be spectacular at everything. But honestly, in Hollywood, not many actors know martial arts. And maybe mm. they um, are good at action, like Tom Cruise or Sylvester Stallone, uh, like the boxing. Uh, but he, he also, and he also st- stated stuff like Batman and Superman, where you can use special effects to make them look really, uh, really good at yeah. what they do. Um, but um, going back to what you said earlier, um, he sa- he was stating that there is uh, an action star and mm-hmm. then there's an actor action star. Yeah. And there's a difference. Yeah. And he says it's different. He said, now Liam Neeson is an actor action star. First, mm-hmm. he can act and his action is easy. Mm-hmm. He said the action is easy and they use... Uh, he, said they, he said the same thing about Matt Damon in Born Identity. Yeah. He said they use... Camera angles and quick movements to yes. make them look good. That's yes. what I was going to bring up. And yeah. um, and and he said that this is an easy way to do it. But he also goes in. This is a long interview, but he, I'm trying to you know bring it down a little bit. But um, he basically said that um, and his he said he cited his career as an example. Uh, is that real martial arts films take too much of a toll on the human body? Mm-hmm. Um, and he said you cannot sustain that over a lengthy amount of time. Yeah. And he said people want to have, in acting, people want to have long careers. Yeah. And you can't have a long career and and get yourself pigeonholed yeah. into that type of thing like yeah. he did. Yeah. And so. Well, you know, you know, building on that, if you look in the past uh, at true martial arts films, the fights lasted too long. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, you have... In, okay, so it made it too equal. So, in a, in a fighting movie, you don't want everybody equal. And when you have martial arts movies, especially some, you know, most from China or whatever, like Hero, that you would have that, you know, when every story that he had to collect the sword or the sword of the person, yep. their fights lasted 20 minutes. Yes. Like, so a majority of the movie was him acquiring those those swords but it had they had to fight them that entire time to get it was too equal and it ended up being that one lucky move that ended it but if you look from like the beginning of martial arts movies to now it's like to in my opinion 
like when the fight lasts too long, it gets too boring. And an example is the one with Jet Li. Mm-hmm. Uh, that because that was like that was a '90s movie. It was late '90s or maybe early 2000s. I'm I'm not sure. But in that movie, Jet Li, all his fights lasted really long. Even when he fought himself at the end, you know, like that one where it was the best against this guy who knew nothing. But now yeah. he kept getting better as he, you know, others You're talking were about killed. the one, the one with Jet Li. Mm-hmm. But you know, the point is like when the fights, the fights lasted too long. But you know, and now when you add martial arts into movies, it's like Bourne. He didn't have to fight that long. When he came to a fight, he used martial arts and quick, quick actions to end the fight. Or like in Taken, you know, in Taken, he didn't have to use martial arts the entire time. He just came up and he used like a quick hand movement, got him around, you know, knocked him out or knocked him down, and then went to something else. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a movie full of martial arts you know now it's like i'm so good i can yeah. do this quick move and end this fight quickly well I, I also say going on back going back to where he said the the really fast camera angle movements i actually thought the john wick series to uh, came back and and brought more of the realistic movements no fast camera angle action i think it slowed it down yeah. and it brought that true realistic close quarters combat back which was I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, with some stuff like that, sometimes in, in the John Wick movies, you know, when he's you know, going from gun to gun. Which is also realistic because in most movies a gl- like a, a standard yeah. Glock's got four thousand rounds of ammo yeah. and he's actually going from gun to gun and showing you that a gun runs out of ammo. But sometimes like if you look at if you watch John Wick <laughs> That's one so annoying. if you watch John Wick one, sometimes when he picks up the gun or whatever, it, it, it almost takes too long. Like, you know, because, like, in, in John Wick, it's very realistic. I love how the director's yes. doing it and everything. But, like, if you compare John Wick to Bourne, it's like, you, you know, when you have uh, a lot of storyline, John Wick doesn't have a lot of storyline. Yeah. You know, like, he had one reason. You killed my dog. You killed my dog. Mm-hmm. And in part two, there was one reason. And then I'm yeah. sure in part three there will be they I mean, they already set up the reason yes. is yeah. he portrayed, portrayed the, yeah. the rule the assassin order or whatever yes. it is and now that's pro- that's yeah. what three is going to be uh, but like in Born or Taken there's like there's challenges there's storyline there's all this so you don't have all that time so you have to put in those quick you have to put in those quick moves like. Uh, uh, like, huh. you see? Did you see my karate move? I'm doing karate here Shwak on the food. podcast. Uh, but like in Born, in uh, Born, what, what was the first Born movie? It was it just Born Identity, Alt- Born Identity. Ultimatum, Identity? Born, Born Supremacy. Supremacy. So in the first one, when he goes into that apartment and that guy's in there and he's like picking up glass and cutting and yeah. you know all that, that lasted too long. But you know, as you see the series go they're getting more into the action and he's the better fighter like in the last born movie that matt damon did and he had that street fight in whatever country he was in it didn't last that long he was the better fighter like it last it la- like they showed quick movements they they got the fight done quick because obviously jason Bourne is the better fighter and that's what i see in martial arts movies now like with jason statham you're not gonna beat him 
Yeah. You know, no. if you unless you have a gun, you can get close. But if you get hand to hand, you are going to lose the. Jason Even the Mag Statham. lost to him. Yes, <laughs> hand to hand. Like hand took that shark. And yeah. like, there's only one person on earth that can do it, and it's Jason Statham. What do you, what do you think, Mac? Oh yeah, I basically covered it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was a mic drop right there. I mean, I think you can tell a huge difference in the cinema movies that we had back in the 80s and 90s and then compared to now i mean just take everybody can say cgi that's like an obvious Mm -hmm. thing but in today's cinema i think if you watch the expendables even like what we were talking about and you go back and watch blood sport from the 80s i mean you're gonna see a huge difference in those type of movies but the thing is too you know there's it's it's a different movie style directing style because you had these back then. You had these martial artists, mm-hmm. and you were literally just putting a camera on them and let them do their just thing. Do their, yeah, and yeah. they were just going back at it. You know, I mean, like, okay, let's y'all rest for an hour, and then we're gonna come we're back gonna and come do that back. again. Is and your then, ribs okay? Yeah, but in this, in this, in this age, and if you want to take the Born series as an example, he would practice. You know, they would go through and do this one move. You know, fifteen times. And he'd get it perfect. All right, film. And then they'd yeah. go on to the next one, do it another 15, 20 times, get it perfect. And then and then they'd piece all that together to make it, to make it look like one sequence. Sound bite. <laughs> yeah, I get that, man. We're going to uh, be able to make a karate movie based off the sound bites. Mac, let me ask you a question. When you were in the military and you had your training, did they use any kind of martial arts during your training? Not really. I mean, like, I would say something towards similar to wrestling. Like wrestling? Like I mean, like, it was like... Stuff. It's, mostly I mean, like it's, close, it's basically close combat. Yeah. Close I know it's got, combat. like, different levels of it, but, mm-hmm. like, they mostly just trained us, like, a couple of, like, pretty much just similar to wrestling, like how they would have different positions. Mm-hmm. I think like for me, when I was at boot camp, they just had us both sitting down, backs are at each other. Yeah. And then we had to quickly turn around and whoever got on top of anybody else can do like something quick, like I guess maybe a Kimura or arm bar. Mm. Okay. That, was, that was mostly it. Do you think it's different in other branches? What branch were you in? Army. You were in Army. Mm-hmm. So do you think in Marines they do more uh, like martial arts stuff? In like, Or is it more of a, like a special surprised. ops type thing? I wouldn't be surprised if they had to, yeah. seeing as how the Marines are actually... Like trained BAs? Like really trained <laughs> BAs. Yeah. I, I'm curious because if you look... I, like the, the direction I was going was like how... It, if you look over time how much martial arts has become a part of our culture coming from outside you know other cultures and how it's we've become more diverse and taken in these things and now it's a part of a lot of people's lives you know and like boxing is what we started on uh because you could take boxing in america back a long time uh but you know over the centuries you could see different martial arts coming in and being uh like like accumulated with everything we already know and you were gonna say no i was gonna uh because you were asking the marines have actually created something called mcmap which is a combination of different different discipline martial arts brought together to create one fighting style that combines the core basics of boxing judo and jujitsu 
See, do you feel cheated? They just taught you some wrestling moves, and over here in the Marines, they're teaching them like all kinds of like styles. Like it, it's it's insane. Like I mean, you know. but then again, like I was just trained to be a human resource specialist. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> as is how it is. I'm pretty sure they got something in Army, and I'm pretty sure they got something in Navy and yeah. Air Force and stuff like that. But I still want to be mostly, battlefield camera operator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the guy in. over here pushing the buttons and not the guy over there. You want to be the drone pilot. Yeah, the drone pilot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, is there a fighting style that you think is better on screen than in the ring? So with this question, I think it's – I think you, you can really take anything and make it look better on screen than, you, and than within a fighting ring because in reality – we've had this conversation a lot because – uh, we watch a lot of UFC pay-per-views, a lot mm-hmm. of MMA, and we are all we are always like, you know, we we see these highlight reels that play before the the show, and we're like, we watch a lot of these things. How come we're not watching when that happens? You yes, know? exactly. And it's because those yeah. highlight reels are so rare in yeah. in reality. Yeah. Because the reality in the ring in the MMA world is a lot of grappling, groping, and tapping. I mean, Amen. I mean, it's and then they wrestle. <laughs> I mean, that's just the reality of it. Yeah. It's not. It's not the highlight reel. It's, it's rarely ever that highlight reel, yeah. high level stuff. So it's it's. I think it's really easy to make any martial art look much more much better on the screen. Well, see, I think Warrior made UFC look bad because in Warrior you had an entire highlight reel in the ring. Yeah. And then when you go and watch UFC fighting and whoever connected a lucky punch, you know, after scrapping or cat fighting, because there have been some crappy matches where, okay, so like when you watch a UFC fight and they show you their training up until the point of this big fight and they're training them like, uh, like, uh, like really strenuous ground and pound. I'm going to take you. I'm going to do this arm bar. I'm going to do this. And then they get in the ring and it's, and that's all I see. And then it's like, oh my God, like, like uh, Conor McGregor's fight against Nate Diaz. Yes. You saw, they showed everything they went through and like Conor McGregor had to change certain styles from the first fight. And then it ended up being like Conor McGregor got that one lucky punch to Nate Diaz's yeah. face and busted it open. Yeah. And then he just kept hitting him. I'm like, okay, so are you a boxer or are you an MMA fighter? Because I haven't seen your MMA style yet. And it's been most of his fights that have been like that. Yeah. Like, I rarely see Conor McGregor go to the ground and show any kind of, you know, ground fighting. It's more of boxing. Yep. And yep. It's, it's like, all right. It's, well, a lot of, gonna... it's a lot of moving around. Well, you know. Well, that that and the intimidation. Yes, the instilling, intimidation instilling is Instilling a got. lot of fear. Yeah, really messes up the the uh, his opponent's mental. Yes, mental I agree. Stability. And he's a master well, they, at that. They but do then when say, he gets in the ring, it's like all yeah. that stuff you see him in videos training for. I don't see any of it. Well, but they the, but people train just for any uh, any possibility. Like when uh, when what's the one you did the girls the last girls fight um, Rousey. Yeah, Rousey and the and the girl Nunez? from yeah, and Nunez. Well, both Nunez of them destroyed exactly. Her. But there were plenty of videos of Nunez showing her groundwork, but she killed her in the strike game. Yeah, but so she, we saw her striking. We didn't see in her ground game. But, but it ended early too. It ended in the first also, round. But some, it just happened to come that way. Also, there was a couple of warnings ahead of this. 
where you had Misha Tate, who had fought both Nina, Amanda Nunez and mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey. She said she never been hit this hard. Yeah. So that should have told Ronda Rousey's coach, okay, maybe I, we shouldn't take that dude, approach and we should just focus on mm-hmm. grappling. I knew mm-hmm. right from the start, before mm-hmm. she even walked out, that Rousey was not ready for Nunez. Nunez was a, is another level. Yeah. I don't like her. I don't respect her. But she is a hardcore puncher. Right. And that girl's got power. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sorry, man. Uh, Rousey is good, but she does not have anywhere near the knockout power that Nunez yeah. has got. If I, would, if I was that promoter, I would have brought Ronda Rousey back to do an exhibition match because after once, That's like I said. Exactly right. That's exactly right. When you lose that belt. You you're a different person, yeah. Because she she, she also she, needed, she also had I think that she pass. needed I think she needed a couple of fights because you need to you need, build, the, you need to build up that confidence again. Right. And she didn't get that. Again. You need to get she, back. She into had the game. no chance to get that confidence back. It was up. almost like she was just over, like we said earlier. Once you break that glass, it's broken. Yeah, it's broken. It's broken. And she almost really committed suicide. Really, yes. Yeah, she or got she close thought to about it, it because about it. I mean she, her father was the same way, but then. Yeah, she, she went on. Uh, Brown. She went on Ellen. Ellen and talked about it and yeah. uh, said that you know she was right at suicide mm-hmm. point. But she had Travis Brown to lean on, which was a heavyweight in that in that UFC division. And as he well. is a terrible fighter. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to I was going to skip it, but I'm like he's a great fighter. But himself. He, yeah, he's never he really wasn't a great fighter. But it's thanks to him that she's still alive. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Props for that. I mean, it's like, granted, she's doing, I mean, I guess she's doing kind of well at WWE. Oh, dude, she's loving life now. You can see it on her face. Mm -hmm. They actually hired her because they wanted her to portray that same UFC character that she used to be. Yeah. They wanted that mean face they wanted all that every time but that, if you notice like 90% of the time she comes smiling. out smiling yeah. ear to ear because she loves that accolation I actually feel getting. sorry for the rest of the women because it's like <laughs> you oh, know dude. how King was in Tekken with yeah. them with the yeah. grapple combos and it's like she just did that she just holds your arm she's yeah. shaking y'all over like oh god oh oh, oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> build, I think they'll build something between her and the other UFC fighter that's oh, on uh, yeah. uh, NXT Shayna right Baszler now. yeah yeah. even though they're all friends like there's four of them that are like yeah. ex-UFC four, fighters four horsemen four horsemen horse horse yeah because that was also on uh, the Mae Young Classic yep when yep. Shayna Baszler won her match you yeah. know what I'm saying she was yeah. coming out walking up towards the ramp and then she looked at uh, Charlotte Flair and then was like oh what's up y'all yeah, we'll throw up them gang signs. Yeah, what's really good? What's really good? So I really hope that, you know, if that's the case, because Shayna Baszler's already in it. Yeah. Tearing the house down in NXT. You already got Ronda Rousey in WWE. Yeah. So by the time they bring in them other two, I mean, you may see some clash between, like, them four and the ones that's already in wrestling. Yeah. If, I guess if Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch can be back in the same page, because right now they ain't. No. Yeah. But, um... And on a side note, I do not care for the this new Four Horsemen thing. Even though Apparently, they were given, I, no, no, no. I yeah, know this. I know yeah. this already. I do because I know what you're fixing to say. They were been given. They were given the approval Arne by all, Arn Anderson. Yeah, you know? I don't care. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. Were they given permission by all four? They're all four still alive. They got. They got the. They got the nod from both Arn and Rick. But not the other two. But Which the makes the no sense two, to me because why wouldn't you have? If, why wouldn't you have built that around your? Why wouldn't you have given your daughter the permission to try to build that up? Somehow? She didn't want it. She didn't want it. I, I don't know. Charlotte didn't think? want it. I will. On that, yeah. or just 
I mean, I don't. I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, they'll never get the nod from the other two, especially no. Ole Anderson. No, no. Ole's a purist, dude. Yeah, he's you're a, not going to do that. I mean, I'm, sorry, I'm with him. But see, That's here's the thing: is we're, stop rehashing things. That's that exactly. Like yeah. we're in the age of the we're in the age yeah, of the I mean, remake. we're going in, yes. yeah, and that's yeah. what they're going to try to do. We're rehashing old ideas. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to do that, then you need to bring back old style old tag style, teams. Yeah. Yes. yes. And stop just hey, do you want to be in a tag team? Yeah. Hey, yes. Do you want to be yes. in a tag team? Stop putting names, yeah. single individual names together, and calling it a tag team. Right. I'm sick of it. But see, like, but at the same time, I, I anyway, we're getting off on yeah, that. Yeah. But they they spit on tag teams when they had Strowman. Do that tag team yeah, match when they ridiculous. hired a, they got a kid oh, out there. Man. That was stupid. Yeah. That, was, that spit, spit on the on, titles. It did. So funny. Yeah. It was. It, it, it was funny. Funny. But it, but so I, I'm funny. sorry, but it was yeah, yeah. a it middle was finger very disrespect yeah. and disrespect to mm. the titles. It, it really. Was. I think. It, I uh, think it was. It's just just like when they gave. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, the belt and WCW. David Arquette. David Arquette. Thank you. Yeah. And WCW. Yes. That was the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Vince Russo. Uh, yes. Y'all have any other? I, I think uh, Kung Fu, when you put it in person versus on screen, on screen it is amazing. To me, Kung Fu is the most beautiful choreography you could put in a movie. But most of the time when you have that overconfident Kung Fu fighter getting a ring with a somebody, like I just saw recently a video like a Kung Fu fighter got in the ring with a street fighter and challenged him and say you cannot touch me and the street fighter just laid on him and like broke his face in six no. different places now see yeah that would that question kind of got kind of uh it felt like a it felt like a question of being like fantasy versus reality because mm-hmm. yeah, it's like because exactly. like, yeah. it's like basically what you two had already touched on like anything you can make and, yeah. and on screen it's yes. just gonna be awesome just like drunken master and stuff yeah. where it's like you got so much choreography I can't be touched and being erratic and non-predictable. Yeah. And yet I see this video of him trying to, of some dude trying to prove that same stuff to a real life, yeah. like karate person. And he's just looking at him like, you know, I'm going to just hurt, I'm gonna you. hurt you. And then it's like, you see, I guess, okay. You see movies like Creed and Rocky where you just see mm-hmm. this ground and pound and well, not ground and pound, like, you know, constant punching. And a strong fighting and, they and all make, that other stuff. Well, I mean, the Rocky movies make boxing look like something. It's not. Nowhere no. near in reality. No, because see, in reality, you just going to hear crickets. Well, yes. see, here's, yeah. here's yes. my thing because on that, though. it's a lot though. of patience. I think karate is not great on film. Because I think they have portrayed karate as one of the most boring martial arts on the planet. If you look at it like best of the best, karate kid, stuff like that, it's like it's so, like it's it's almost like anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. Anybody can go learn the six move karate moves that everybody else knows and then get in the ring and win a fight. And like best of the best, like the training was more fun to me than the actual fights because in the actual fights, it was like, hey, he's going to throw an elbow, duck the elbow, and then slap him in the face a couple times. You just like the opening scene where they're just punching out in the winter. <laughs> well, like, well, you know, during that, during that scene where they're in the classroom and they're saying... Uh, you're gonna fight this guy. He killed six people in his last six fights. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then like those whole. And then when they goes to the training sequence and how different they train, that was cool. And then they get in the ring, and then it's like they're not doing anything that's really impressive. That not a whole like like if somebody like uh, even the uh, I don't know the the lead guy the who did the main fight. 
the last fight that ended up being the bloodiest yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, he didn't do anything that I can't see anybody else that could learn for six months and do the exact same thing. I mean, as long as they were flexible, because they did do a lot of head kick, a lot of head kicks. Exactly. Over the, over the head kicks. But, but, I mean, it wasn't like... It wasn't like, you know, jump in the air 360 spins like Jean-Claude Van Damme would do on film. Yeah. But it, it was just straight over the head, you know, headshot yeah. kicks. You could, yeah, you could, if you if you had flexibility and were willing to train for six months, yeah, you could learn to do those kicks. Yes, exactly. But they made it look like any karate film that I've seen, they made it look like anybody can do it. Yeah. Even in No Retreat, No Surrender, it started out as karate. Yeah, they're all doing karate now. The one guy he did do some crazy kick stuff at the very end. The one who ran the now dojo, Bruce Lee freak. Yeah, and then then you throw the kung fu in there that was obviously better. It it made it look bad. Yeah. So I have not seen a movie where they make karate look bad. But if you put karate in an MMA and you learn how to do those trips, those ankle trips that yeah. you get it to where they cannot walk on that foot anymore. Yeah. It looks way better in person than on film, in my yes. opinion. Yes. Anybody else got uh fighting styles look better on the No, let's move on. So what's what is the cheesiest martial arts movie? No retreat, no surrender. <laughs> what, what that's yours? That's mine. Sorry, I had to say it. <laughs> Go ahead, Jim. Go ahead, Jim. <laughs> Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins. What is that? You've never heard of Remo Williams? I've never heard of Remo Williams. This is probably why it's okay. the cheap, cheesiest movie ever. Go home. I'm going to write it down. Remo watch Williams. it today. Go That's home and the name watch of the it movie? today. <laughs> Remo Williams, Remo The Adventure Williams. Begins. Never heard of it. Yeah, I never heard right. of it. Will, it will instant- what? Describe it. Why is it the cheesiest movie? Um, okay, so it stars Fred Ward. And if you don't know that name right off the bat, if no, you look I don't up, know Fred Ward. If I'm you a- see his... If you Tremors. See his, Yes, if you see his face, the military guy. Yeah, if you no, see that it, was well, Michael no, Gross. Michael Gross. Kevin Bacon's Hold buddy on. in it. If you see his face, I'm bringing him up now. Uh, if you see his face, you'll be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I know him." Oh, in the right stuff. He was in the right. He was stuff. In the right stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, gotcha. Go ahead. So uh, he plays. That's just blue. Okay. He plays an army operative. Uh, who they want? Who they uh, they uh, pin to uh, become a uh, really highly trained? Yeah. Uh, uh, in this really weird martial artist to become like stealth and a ninja to you know be able to get in and out <laughs> I can't of places, see that him, yeah. get in and out of, and do and do really crazy things. Yeah. And uh, so he's co-starring with this guy named Joel Gray, and Joel Gray plays his sensei. Uh, who is this uh, just over the top? I mean, he's not over the top, but he's a very uh, solemn, yeah. you know, sensei. But he's he's like portrayed as a master, and he's just like, he's one of those guys like, if you believe you can beat me, then let me see you make contact with me. <laughs> and then he's just like, you know, he's this tiny little frail dude. Pick up my phone. Be like, hey, guys. <laughs> he's this, he's this, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Reach out and touch someone. <laughs> um but he's this like tiny little frail dude, okay, who is the sensei, and you know he's like uh, he, Fred comes after him trying to punch him and kick him and everything, and he's just like all over the place, and you know never touches him, and he just starts getting tired, and he's like, "Are you done yet?" <laughs> <laughs> but it, you have to watch it. 
the witty banter from Joel Gray yeah. in this movie is he's the sensei. Yeah, it's hysterical. I'll, I mean, but um, I wrote it down. I'm gonna look it up, man. Got, just, I don't know how this movie just surpassed. Watch me. it because it will instantly. I think it will. Inst- it's one of my favorite. You know, bring me back to my childhood cheesy martial yeah. arts films. All right, and you said no retreat, no, no retreat, surrender. no surrender. What made but, it cheesy? Well, for it's you? the obvious horrible acting in it. Which was hilarious. A plus acting. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. (laughs) Where's the Academy Awards, man? I mean, you you just you can't match. No, Jason. (laughs) Not the answer. Yeah, that whole scene. Jason, no retreat. No surrender! Like that whole scene oh, now I'm where do he's uh, like that, that whole scene where he's yelling at Bruce Lee's uh, tombstone. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was emotional stuff, bro. You can't just that's Oscar-winning acting right there. <laughs> I saw John Claire Van Damme just waiting at his turnbuckle. Yeah, with his legs yeah. split. Yeah. Like yeah. who run this? Yeah, yeah. who's next? Yeah. I'm, I'm still up right now. Like his and I, first, and, and I love and I love it too because that was then, his breakout role. Yeah, had <laughs> yeah uh, because uh, uh, but the greatest of all cheese in there the, when the fighting begins and the and the the bad guy sits down <laughs> and goes everything is set like as loud as he yes. possibly could. Yeah. <laughs> it's he's shouting oh. at his deaf grandpa. It's horrible, <laughs> Pops, horrible acting. Everything's set. What? <laughs> like so, no, so dude. Fantastic. The worst. The worst in the whole movie is RJ. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that rap, it, he yeah, that rap, rap he does. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love yeah. it. Goes. I've been trying to get him to smile all day, and now he's happy. <laughs> and then oh. his go- her girlfriend going pet bunnies. <laughs> pet bunnies. That was another emotional yeah. part, bro. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I love that. You know who's the best. Stop it, Jess. How about you, Ryan? What's the cheesiest? Uh, we talked about him earlier, and I'm not going to say it. 1993 showdown. With Billy Blanks. Billy ah, Blanks. Yeah. Hey, there's his mention. Here's that is your, his mention. Here's, let's, bring out the, let's bring out the Tybo. The yeah, tybo. I mean, here's your typical movie where you have teenagers that look like they're in college. And boy gets bullied. Boy falls for girlfriend. Yeah. Boyfriend beats <laughs> yeah. him up. Does it sound like the Karate Kid to y'all? Yeah, a little bit. And then he discovers that there's an illegal fight club. Going on underneath, <laughs> underneath in the basement of the school, and what better way than the janitor Billy Blanks to break it up? I remember that. But see, I remember that movie. I remember that movie. Yeah, I do remember that movie. How about just, you, Matt? Yeah. Oh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh, oh yeah. the second one. Yeah, oh, that God. was that, that was, was terrible, awful, man. man. That was awful. The cheesy the CGI cheesy in that, you know, just from the the guy. The what was the main the main villain? Uh, oh, Shao Kahn! Shao Kahn! Yeah. yeah, yeah, his whole head coming yeah. over them at the at the beginning of it, oh. or at the end of the first. Yeah, in the I just first, like when uh, I just yeah. like when they made Raiden look like a newborn Christian. Never <laughs> give up hope. <laughs> Never give up hope. <laughs> and then when he got hit, and like they all just looked at him like fall down the ground. I was like, so nobody ever thought to just catch him <laughs> since he lost all his I, power. Because Luke King was like, oh snap. Right yeah. <laughs> I, I will say the funniest thing is that the end of the first one, when they're building the second one up, mm-hmm. and that guy comes and he comes out of the sky and he goes, "Your soul is mine." And, and then they all did the Power Rangers pose. They did the Power Rangers pose. But what did Raiden do? 
Yeah, one yeah. hand. He just lifted the one <laughs> he just hand. Lifted the one hand. <laughs> I'm gonna use the force on you. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is Star Wars. I'm like, it was like I've waited so long to do this. One <laughs> hand. My name, my name is Raiden Skywalker. Yeah. yeah, but he had the coolest voice though. Yeah, the the guy, the Highlander guy. Oh, oh uh, matter of fact, uh, when Raiden fought those two reptiles, they did cap away. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but like. Rain, I feel bad for the most. Like they didn't give him no love <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> like I, I waited because I played as him in a video game because he did that one roundhouse. Yeah, where it just took you all around the world, mm. and he had that fireball which you can just control him and then just have him up <laughs> above you so you can just uppercut him. Yeah, I didn't or or lightning. I didn't get none of that in the movie. Yeah, none of it. He was like so. uh I mean, it's nice that you, because it's like he's just reporting to his boss at yeah. this point. It's like, so I see this report's nice, but did you use the sell pitch? Like, did you make them beg for it? It's like, mm-hmm. well, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you know what? It, it's not going to happen again. It's like, it'll never happen. Shut up. <laughs> You're fired. A funny story, though, that model, that the latest ones, the uh, Mortal Kombat Complete. And the Marvel ver- uh, the Mortal Kombat versus DC, I I played uh, I beat the Marvel ver- the Mortal Kombat versus DC universe with Flash, and then the complete was uh, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I like this fatality. Yeah, it was hilarious. He laughs as he's just dragging yeah, he's just down. Dragging like, yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say the cheesiest one I've seen was the quest with. Sean Claude Van Damme, oh, there you go. which was just a yeah. rehash of yes, Bloodsport blood with a little difference. Like he I was a French it. guy, but yeah, uh, like a French guy. Bloodsport. He was a French guy who ended up in a Muay Thai island, and when he he like learned their styles, but then when he was taken to the ring because that one guy uh, couldn't continue, he didn't fight Muay Thai. He did yeah. Sean Claude fighting. And then that, and then most of the uh, the fighting was pretty cheesy itself. And then you had the one guy who was the boxer, the American boxer. Uh, yeah, who fought with the underhands. Oh, yeah. With the British style. Put yeah. up your dukes. Put up your dukes. The up best, dukes. The best I'm from fighter, 1920. <laughs> the best fighter the was like the, villain. the three foot Asian who was jumping all over the place. And every time he came into the ring, he'd he fought had a, a He had a style. different uh, style. Yeah. Because it was him and the Capoeira dude. They did yeah. like a special Tekken intro. Yeah. And I was like, dude, did you see this? That was the only good part. <laughs> and it though. was like slow motion and everything. But that Capoeira dude was was positive. Yeah. <laughs> when they first brought him in, he was just smiling, holding hands, like, I got this. Ole, ole, ole. I was like, oh, man, look at him. Sunny D, he didn't drink. <laughs> Man, so, uh, happy? real quick, what martial arts star do you think is a great fighter but horrible actor? Steven Seagal. Sean Claude Van Damme. Horrible Steve actor. Will, yep. Oh, right that's disappointing. I'm, I'm right very with you. you. I'm yeah, sorry. Right Under you. Siege movies, man, they will all be sold. Oh, I mean, you're horrible. Right you watch your face. <laughs> however, I love <laughs> Under Siege, but yeah, you think Tommy, he's horrible? Tommy yeah. Lee Jones. However, however, I I did put down another one though. It was Dolph Lundgren. Uh, Dolph Lundgren is um, a um, in real life he is a well accomplished martial artist and pretty much a BA fighter mm-hmm. I do not think he can act his way out of a paper bag yeah I got you on that yeah I, really I don't. might have to go with Jean-Claude Van Damme Jean-Claude Van Damme all his actors, actors, but great fighter yeah mm. 
every I mean, he's a great fighter. Every character he has is a it's French the same accent. Thing. I was born in America. Even America. <laughs> even when he's trying to play a Russian uh, guy in Street Fighter. Sure. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Flexing that American flag, yeah. but yeah. but you yeah. know, and and it's the and it's it, all his movies just ends with the same butterfly roundhouse kick. Yeah. All of that's them. That's like what yeah. he's known for. That's I know. Just like I know. I play Street Fighter. Colonel Gao did not have that roundhouse. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He had them flash kicks, which you know yeah. he they made, and it's like they slick when they did that because it's like they did the flash kick. It was like okay, now let's rewind it mm-hmm. and play that again because nobody nobody paid attention to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I this this section was hard for me because I think if they're not that great of a fighter. They're really not that great, great of an, an actor. actor. Yeah. So I just went with Robin Shaw from the first Mortal Kombat who played Liu Kang. Okay. Because I don't okay. think he's that impressive of a fighter and his acting sucked. <laughs> <laughs> like yes. he, like, the way he just reacted to everything was just the worst I've ever seen. Right. Panic like I, on everything. Yeah. yeah. Or like when he gets angry, he just yeah. walks away. And then when he's like being, you know, really smart at somebody, he just like knocks, kicks their thing up, you know, kicks their suitcases over, just walks away. And then when he does the fighting, he doesn't do anything like I can't see anybody else. And it makes it look like he came from like a monastery that has really special fighting and he doesn't do anything special. The guy, uh, uh, who's the main villain in part one? Shao, uh, Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. Yeah, he, you know, he is a veteran legend fighter from many yes. different martial arts movies. Custom he was coat. better than Robin Shao. I feel sorry for his his younger brother. Yeah. It's like Ooh, he just, yeah. matter of fact, that yeah. first get you and brought, that's what he did. Yeah. I just learned stuff from like YMCA. And <laughs> right there and there. Boy, was that a bad idea. That was a bad idea. <laughs> so what was the worst martial arts movie you've ever seen? Street Fighter. Mm. Really? Yes. The Dude, Legend of Chung that, Lee. Guys, that was the garbage one. Guys, if you guys do research, you can find some awful ones. Oh, you I, can. But some of them I can't even say the names This to. is the first one. Tell them something. And y'all, I know you've never seen it. Mm-hmm. I saw it on Saturday I know you've morning, never seen mine either. And it's called Crippled Masters. That's mine! Really? Yes! yes. And it's, it's... 1979. Yeah, 1979. It's literally... A bunch of crippled Asians. Real life crippled, crippled Asians. Asians fighting. They in this turn movie. into into master kung fu masters. Like either one's missing a Deformity. leg, or guys missing <laughs> excited on that. They born with uh, no arm and a short arm. Yeah, no legs. No, Lord. That's that's the entire it movie. is, dude. The whole movie is on YouTube. Yeah. Oh wow. You can Google it. It's on you. The whole movie's on YouTube. You will not be able to get through five minutes of this movie. It no, is no. so. Do so they fight with nubs at least? Yes. 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 Well, like this, one, like this one guy, he has two nubs and he's fighting with a bow staff. No, and he has the bow staff underneath his arm and he's like swinging like this. But not only that, but they're the ma- they are the masters and they kick the crap out of everybody, everybody. else. Oh, oh, that's hilarious. Man. Unrealistic. <laughs> but it was done in such poor taste. It is so awful. Yeah, it is awful. It is. I, I cannot believe you that pulled on, that. It was. So I remember awful. watching that on Saturday mornings because there was a whole series of crippled master movies, a whole series. Oh, and it was man. always different things, and it like they're missing, <laughs> like they could, I, I don't know, man, like they could be missing all their toes or something, and they're a crippled master. <laughs> um, this just in, guys. Uh, number three, Clemson is possibly about to get upset by unranked Syracuse. 
Final wow. moments of the game, 16 to 13. Wow. Mm, I don't know. I think Clemson will probably pull that out somehow. They always do. So what about you, Ryan? What's the worst mm. martial arts movie you've ever you seen? You know what? This one was a bi- biography <laughs> that me and you just watched not too long ago, and we about walked out of it. Oh, yeah. Birth man. of the Dragon. Birth of the Dragon. I was so. Uh, oh, that was garbage. I never watched. I didn't watch it because I heard such bad. And you know stuff the funny thing it. is, man. Like I could probably put a lot of movies ahead of that, like Substitute series and the Kickboxer. I should have named ones. that one. Mine, hands down, right when I saw that question, Birth of the Dragon. That, that was garbage, man. That was a piece of crap. And you know, the, the you know the whole moral of the story, you know, was that. You, the challenge. Yeah. So I was really excited because that is a true story, and no one to this day knows who won that fight. It was a true story, but the whole movie leading up to that one thing kind of made Bruce Lee look like a jerk. Like did. I mean, I mean, bigger. Like yeah. Animal. It yeah. made him look like he was the worst human on planet Earth, the worst teacher who only cared about winning. Yeah. It was which horrible. is completely untrue because he even went back to Ip Man to learn his disciplines after, you know, he yeah. got into movies and dancing yeah, and all garbage. that. So I was I was so disappointed in that. What about you, Mac? What's the worst one you've ever seen? Chung Lee, the legendary That Street was Fighter. crap. And Robin Shaw was in that movie. Playing as Gin. As Gin. Gin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Horrible acting Horrible. in that movie too. I, I didn't know what the I, I when they did the spin and bird kick alone, that's just instead of her spin, let's make the camera spin <laughs> to make it look like she was just kicking. But no, yeah, uh, I, I agree, man. And the girl that played Chung Lee was a big TV star and has really never done anything in martial arts, and she just looks Asian. Yeah, it's like you look Asian, you're pretty. Let's have you as Chun Li. Let's have you. Yeah, yeah. I have one more. Warriors of Virtue. Do you remember that movie? No, I don't remember that. It one. was. It came out in the nineties with the kangaroo fighters. Kangaroos. Like this kid slips into an alternate universe and ends up in this universe where, like the, the it's like a team of these kangaroos with who are weapons. like kung fu fighters. Oh yeah, yeah. That and, the, aw- and that sounds the, awful. And the mast and the the guy, uh, the lead guy who plays uh, the one who. Uh, trains the kid is the guy the short asian dude from big trouble little china yeah yeah oh well, i gotta before we wrap it up i got one more I, I i gotta mention it i don't know if you guys are with me on this i love her but this movie was awful the next karate kid with oh Hil- yeah with hillary, oh, swank. Yes, hillary swank i'm gonna say and- i liked that one <laughs> More than one other one in there, but, you know. but anyway, just throwing it in there. So, uh, so uh, any closing thoughts? I got one closing thought, and that was I was incredibly disappointed when I tried to go back and research and find one Chuck Norris movie that I would like to go back and watch. I couldn't find one. You okay? So you took the time. I did to look up a Chuck Norris movie. I looked up at his. I watched. I looked through his entire filmography. And could not find one that I would like to go back and watch. Awesome. And I was very disappointed. I Yeah, I wouldn't waste my time. I'm not a huge... I think I like <laughs> well, Chuck Norris's character in Expendables more than anything else I've but, ever seen him But in. with his with the whole Chuck Norris memes and his integration into pop culture, and, mm-hmm. you know... You that, would think you would find at least one. You would think you would find at least one yeah. old martial art movie. And I couldn't find one I wanted to go see. I, I, I think go back he's a watch. horrible actor. I don't think he does anything martial arts-wise that I have personally seen. That makes it to where I would want to watch anything. In but you human. want his workout equipment. No. I, don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I want to see him uh, build a house 
from the roof down. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Not using the hammer, using his hands. Yeah, the hammer. his hands. He didn't. He didn't build the house. Or what was it? No, I can't. I, never mind. I was trying to think of a, a <laughs> Chuck Norrisism, but Schwack, 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 Any uh, any other closing thoughts? No, uh, so uh, you know, closing announcements. Uh, our next. Uh, you wanna you wanna announce our next episode? Yes, our next episode is going to be Man Myth. Master of the Man Bun, yeah. Kevin Zion. Kevin Zion. Uh, local wrestling uh, talent is going to join us for an episode, and we're going to talk about, uh, and he's going to be here with his manager, Lucky P, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to be talking with them about their careers and uh, what they've gone through in wrestling and talk about the state of wrestling today and get some in-depth comp- uh, conversation going on there. Yeah. See how it goes. I think it's, it's going to be, be a, a lot fun, of fun episode. Man. Uh, I would like to plug the suicide hotline, uh, 1-800-273-8255. And in honor of that, I would like to say no retreat, no No surrender. surrender. Don't give up. Call the hotline. You have a million different uh, ways to reach out. Just don't give up. Just reach out. Someone will help you. And we are here as an outlet for y'all. Also, uh, follow us, uh, you know, on all the major social media uh facebook twitter instagram uh, uh like and subscribe to our podcast and rate us and uh give us some feedback yeah man. give us some feedback on any post on social our facebook. media yeah post on facebook uh, uh chat us up on twitter just hit us up up on any outlet that you feel comfortable doing it and just you know talk to us and let us know what you think and uh, we'll get back with you and uh, respond to you. And you know, guys, if you, you if you're out there and you've got ideas for a podcast and things you'd like to hear us talk about, yeah. we might invite you to be a part of it. Exactly. So. Uh, and we would like to thank everyone for listening and being a part of our eclectic discuss. The Bliskin. We would like to thank everyone for listening and being a part of our eclectic discussions. And I would like to thank our friend Gerald McDaniel for joining us. Did you have fun? Yeah. Man, we would love to have you back. You brought a lot of uh, yeah, good yeah, insights. Fun. It this. was fun having you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, well, we hope to uh, have you back in the future, man. But until then, I'm Matt. I'm Ryan. I'm Brian. I'm Jim. And we'll see you next time.